Sunday, September 6, 2020, you are listening to the Inquisitive Bro Podcast. Today, part two of our NFL preview, NFC edition. I'm Chris, they're the Petrovsky Bros, let's go. So we're doing the NFC preview uh, today, and uh, like last time, we're joined by the Petrovsky brothers, two proud Macedonians, but instead of Connor, we have the eldest Petrovsky brother, Dylan, who, if you had to make a Godfather reference, is for sure the Sonny of the family. I agree with that statement. Also, uh, I'm here. I'm Ryan from the previous podcast. That's true. I mentioned that in the lead. Ryan is still here. He's going to be a mainstay on most of these NFL pods. But, uh, Dylan, the only reason why I tell you that you're the Sonny has nothing to do with maybe your abilities to run a crime organization. I just believe that if I had to put money on who would get gunned down in a car by, like, multiple different shooters, it would probably be you if I had to choose. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, no? someone's going to have to be the guy that gets gunned down. It's better than betraying someone, which Connor would totally do. <laughs> Hold on. Connor's going to listen to this. He's going to be upset. But if accurate. You. Yeah, you don't deny that. <laughs> okay. But... We're not here to talk about your uh, sibling rivalries. We're actually here to talk about uh, football and specifically the NFC. And we are going to follow the similar format that we did last time with the AFC, where we're going division by division. We're going to start with the NFC East. In the NFC East, we have the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and the newly minted Washington football team. According to Odd Shark, they're over-unders. Cowboys, 9.5 wins. Eagles, 9.5 wins. Giants, 6.5 wins. And the Washington football team, 5.5 wins. So, Dylan, I'm going to put this to you first. My first question. Most likely to surpass expectations in this division? Um, to be honest, I'd probably say the Giants. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. Just because Dallas is going to finish 8-8 eight and eight like every year. I think Philadelphia is a favorite. I think Washington's horrible. And I just think the Giants going to get six or seven wins, I think. I think. Uh, so you're big on Daniel Jones? I, I think Daniel Jones could actually throw a football. I mean, he's called Danny Dimes for a reason. Well, he's had one good game. But, like, <laughs> I think he could throw a football. I, I don't think he's a bust. So I think they get three or four wins um, because of his arm. And they get a couple more. What was their over-under again for the Giants? Six and a half. Six and a half? Six point five. That's wins. pretty high for yeah. a team that won four games last year. Well, let me tell you about, so last year, their DVOA is 28th in defense, 22nd in offense, and 17th in special teams. So, like, they're exceedingly mediocre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. And so, I don't know. I mean, maybe well, that the, bumps the, it up a little bit. I mean, the there's Eli nowhere Manning, to build it up for them, basically. Well, the, the, the shadow of Eli Manning is gone, too, I think. It's kind of... Yeah, I was there. I was lingering last year. I think that's gone now. I think Daniel Jones could kind of shine and throw the football. I think the shadow of Eli Manning was gone even while Eli Manning was still there. And I'm looking at their schedule too. They got the football team first game, and then they got um, Bengals third game, and Steelers easy win. Oh, excuse you. It's easy win. Right from that. Easy win. Uh, for the the listeners out there, so the Petroskis <laughs> are not all Steelers fans. Um, if you listen to the AFC preview, you'd know that Ryan is a complete Steelers homer, but Dylan is a Dolphins fan. Poor, poor guy. Uh, yeah, not by choice, but um, yeah. Well, he, like they forced you. <laughs> he was basically forced. I, like you, age. like you implied earlier, I had a lot of guns in my face in my childhood. So. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so you're going with the Giants there. Um, yeah. That's not who I had, but I'm curious then, Ryan, who did you have? Who would you have as the most likely to exceed expectations? I think most likely to exceed expectations is the Cowboys. I think nine and a half is very conservative for them. I think they are hands down the best team in the division no. on offense by a mile. Their defense is not great, but it's not terrible. They're serviceable. I think that Dak's going to have a good year. I think Zeke's going to have a great year. Their receiving core is tops in the league, if you ask me. they got Amari Cooper. they got Michael Gallup. CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, exactly. They just drafted CeeDee Lamb, who I think is going to be a star. Yeah, but can Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott throw more than like 10 yards accurately? He threw like how many yards last year? Like 4,500 no, or like something? No, at a time. At, like at a time, you can't throw farther than 20 yards. Oh, no. We just get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. Let That's the guys true. make the plays. Um, so, Ryan, I have the exact same answer for you because I think the Cowboys are just simply the most talented team in this division. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, things no, work out... Philly is good. Philly is good, but, I mean, if you're just looking on paper, I mean, we're talking about... We're trying to analyze before the games have even played, right? If you're just looking on paper, you have to say that the Cowboys have the edge. Now, that, granted, it seems like that almost every year for the past few yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. And they always go 7-9 and nine or 9-7, 8-8. Eight eight. This like, is not your Jason Garrett's Cowboys. Exactly. This is now your, your Mike, Mike McCarthy's, McCarthy's Cowboys. Who also famously uh, blows teams that have a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. like Aaron Rodgers. At <laughs> least he has a Super Bowl. He does have a Super Bowl. With Aaron Rodgers. Ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, Aaron and Rodgers. he only won one with Aaron Rodgers, who might be the best quarterback of our generation, if you were to ask <laughs> some people. Only winning one with him is a bit of a disappointment, but I think he's got a lot of talent in Dallas to work with. I think he's learned a lot from his time in Green Bay. I think Dallas is the best defense. I'll give you that. Yeah, that, I mean, do you Their think... Their defense last year was but shockingly... They lost Byron Jones, who was a stud last year, if you guys mm-hmm. watch Cowboys games. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to be that good in Miami, but the best linebacking court... Uh, other than Philadelphia, only actual line in the NFC East. Um, they need a safety. They should go after Eric, Earl Thomas, sorry, Earl Thomas. Well, he's the one that's, um, if you're listening to this now, Earl Thomas is still currently a free agent after being yeah. cut by the Ravens. Um, obviously, Earl Thomas is rumored to be going to Dallas, but that obviously has not happened yet. Um, they also lost there. Robert Quinn last year. I don't know if that's... A big deal. I'm talking about the Cowboys. Who did Quinn go to? I don't know. I'm just looking at their key subtractions and additions, which I wrote in my notes. Robert Quinn is on the Bears now. The Bears. You bring up a point about the Cowboys. They actually had um, potentially a surprisingly mediocre defense. If you were thinking that they had a really good defense, because last year, based on DVOA from Football Outsiders, they were 16th. Yeah, well, that's what right. I said. They're like they're not they're bad, but they're from, fine. Yeah, well, they got Demarcus Lawrence. They have a couple pieces. But they have the second Van offense. Rush is, Van Der is great. They have I Everson think. Griffin, who's still a good player. Yeah. Who's their other linebacker? Um, Davis? Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Sorry. Jalen Smith yeah. is a good player. Great player. Out of Notre Dame. Yeah. Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith I'm really high on. But that being said, I think Philadelphia has a better team, way better coach, um, much more creative team, actually has a quarterback that I kind of I believe in. So if then, he stays healthy. Um, then we'll move on to the next question then. And I guess, Dylan, this I may already know your answer, but my next question is most likely to disappoint in this division. So I guess you would go with the Cowboys then, going to their perennial 8-8, eight eight, which know. is always I'm, disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dallas always kind of gets that 8-8 eight and eight thing, and I, they're going to win their first two games, I'm sure. Who do they play first? They, they play the Rams, Falcons, Seahawks. So, like... That's a that's a pretty hard that's a tough, that's a tough start and then they play mm-hmm. the the Browns uh, I think the Browns are gonna be good I don't know if you guys talked about that one but um yeah uh, we did in the AFC yeah. uh, <laughs> I think Browns gonna be a, it's a bounce back season for the Browns but um 
if the Cowboys don't start pretty hot, they have no chance. I guess one note on the Cowboys then is, um, this is kind of a hot take look, but do they have too much media scrutiny? Is there yeah. way too much pressure on this team to be able to play a little loose and perform to what their abilities would suggest they could? There's always too much pressure on the Cowboys. They're always the center of attention in the league. They're America's team, right? They, they're expected to go 12-4 and four every year because of the talent they have and the money they throw at their guys. And, you know, Jerry Jones is a crazy person. But, you know, allegedly, they never... Allegedly. Yeah. Crazy like a fox. <laughs> yeah. But they, you know, <laughs> the, the pressure gets to these guys every now and then. And they fold a lot of the time, especially young guys like Dak and Zeke. They don't know how to deal with it. If they were veterans of, you know, 15 years in the league, the pressure wouldn't get to them as much. But right now it's tough for young guys to go into an organization like that and try and perform the way they're expected to. But is Zeke really feeling the pressure? Because, I mean, ever since he's been in, he's just... He's just killed it for the most part. I mean, Zeke's great. Zeke's great. Yeah. Zeke's their, their offense, and I that that line is kind of aging, but you still know, still a good line. It's still still a good arguably line. the best still line good, in the league. Arguably, yeah. Uh, again, like you noted, uh, great wide receivers now. Really, very talented at every skill position. If they don't get ten wins, it would be a huge bust for them. But again. I don't know. Growing up in this generation, like I don't see the Cowboys exceeding eight wins again, and I don't. I don't see Dak Prescott putting the team on his back, and um, I think he's a good leader. I don't think he's a good quarterback. That's just fair enough. Okay, yeah. so Dylan, you have the Cowboys as the most disappointing. Yeah. Going to you, Ryan. Same answer. Well, I guess you had Cowboys as most. Yeah, so not the same answer. Not the same it have answer. to be the Eagles. Then, yeah. Because. So to fly in the face of what you're saying, I think the Eagles are going to disappoint yeah. big time this year. I think nine and a half wins is very ambitious for them. I think they're going to fold under pressure. I think Carson Wentz is not as good as a lot of people say he is. I think Just to interrupt you, um, I guess then one thing I'm getting is you don't think there's two playoff teams coming out of this division, do you? No, I think there's one playoff team. I think the Cowboys might go 10-6, and 11-5. I think the Eagles go 8-8, eight and eight, maybe 7-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. I had the Washington football team as the most likely to disappoint because I think they're terrible. What, they're going to get two wins or <laughs> one win? Like, I assume Dan Snyder, now that he's changed the name, is like, Okay, time for some good luck to come. Probably 7-9 team. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I no. think what they're trying to do this year is get a high draft pick. For yeah. sure. I think, honestly, like, I really believe they're kind of pushing off this whole nickname thing for next year because they get a good a face of a franchise player mm-hmm. uh, next to a Chase Young. And they're going to be like, here's our new team name. Here's the offense guy. Here's the defense guy. Here's our two wins from last year. We're going to win seven this year. And it's going to be a thing. I think Washington, yeah, it's like um, I would like to coach them uh, because they have so much young talent and um, good picks coming up. But that being said, again, a lot of... Are you a Dwayne Haskins guy? I don't hate the guy personally, but I don't think he's got the arm for the NFL. He what is the, the uh, um, Josh Rosen potential on Dwayne Haskins if the Redskins Josh get the number Rosen one the overall agent, pick? By the way. No, I'm saying like if Redskins get number one overall pick, they're probably taking Trevor oh. Lawrence. They're going to take another Fields. QB, right? Yeah, well, yeah, if Justin Fields... I don't think they get first. I think Jacksonville is a lock for first. Um, Washington... Probably. That's, why probably, you, that's why you play the games, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just to see who's good and also to see who's bad. Well, Jacksonville <laughs> has given up, I think. But uh, <laughs> um, I think the football team will finish like second last or third last and pick fields. That's what I right. would do. I mean, just last part of that about Jacksonville's tanking. I mean, you of all people, Dylan, would know that sometimes when you try your best to tank, 
doesn't work quite as well as Wait, you think. What are you implying? That I'm a Steelers fan? Or? No, excuse me. That the Dolphins ended up miraculously I, in fifth worst I, instead of I worst think, worst. Yeah, I think uh, Brian Flores should have got uh, NFL Coach of the Year, but that's just my hot take. <laughs> because he had no like no talent on that team and got, what, five wins out of that? And I don't know. To, to push the to end the Patriots franchise uh, dynasty, sorry, um, to win that last game. Yeah, with I the think, talent I they have, it was, was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Like, I could throw together a team of, like, 20 of my friends, and we could beat the Dolphins, or well, at least be close with them. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the season, when they got <laughs> pumped by the Ravens, and uh, I forgot the other team who beat them by 50, but... Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, think that, I think Miami has a shot to win six games this year. Wow. You Six. heard it here first. Wow. Six. Um, <laughs> the hottest take I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Uh, so, ranking teams. This is just literally, how do you see the division going? I'll start with this one. I just see it going Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Washington. I think that's kind of pretty standard. You just picked Washington to, oh, sorry, never mind. You picked uh, them to be terrible. Yes, I picked yeah, them to okay. be very bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes sense. I, oh, yeah, I picked it. In reverse I order? I reversed the order. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. No, I agree with you fully. I think that's going to be the exact order. I think, to give records, I want to say... I'd say twelve and four for the Cowboys. I say no. seven and nine for the Eagles. Six and ten for the Giants. And Washington's gonna go like three and thirteen. Uh, I'm gonna go with Phil- like as I've been saying, Philadelphia's gonna win a division with probably eleven and five. Dallas will finish eight and eight. New York would get six and ten. They seem to be destined seven. for the six and ten, seven and nine range. Yeah, yeah. seven and nine. I'm actually gonna go hot take yeah. seven, eight, and one. Wow. Ooh, gonna get wow. That tie Who are they going to tie? Who do you think they're going to tie? Arizona Washington. Cardinals. Washington. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Next question. Team you'd most like to be the GM for three years from now? Three years from now? Yeah, so a little forward-looking, but not too much. Three years is still... I like, would like to kill Jerry Jones myself and take his... Well, no. If you're the GM, you're, Jerry Jones is your boss. Well, he, no, he is a GM right now. Yeah, so, but right? he's still the owner. Yeah, but if I could physically kill him and pretend, take his okay, body... Okay, just pretend that he's giving <laughs> you... I'm going to take... Because there's no way you're the GM of the Cowboys and he's still alive, right? So I'll... Don't take true. this too literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That is not how... I wasn't being that serious. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a threat. If you're Jerry Jones, if you listen to this. Well, that's the reason why I wouldn't want to be the GM of the Cowboys, because Jerry Jones would be my boss, and that would be my absolute nightmare. So would you want to be in Philadelphia? And live no, in I'd, Philadelphia? Want to be, I'd, I'd rather be the GM of the Giants, honestly. You got Saquon, you got Danny uh, Dimes. Yeah. You got a couple young receivers. Yeah, you got... You got you Good got, young defense. Yeah. You got Evan Ingram. There's a lot of young talent You don't talent want to coach the, the football team? I don't, I don't know if the football team's going to be a football team in a few years. No, they will. They're, they got a good market there, but... I actually had the Cowboys as mine, just because I think three years from now, they'll still be the most skilled team in this division. Probably. Um, but you can say that about the Cowboys every year. Yeah, yeah well, maybe I, I think know. my decision-making is, or more likely, I luck into the year that they just <laughs> happen to win the Super Bowl, and then I am a god. <laughs> That's every Cowboys fan, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Personnel-based questions. Who's the biggest bitch in this division? There's an obvious answer, actually. It's just it's Dan Snyder. Um, yeah, in my yeah, opinion, agreed. he is the, the ultimate bitch. Was my note on that. Dan Snyder is a bitch. We can just move on from that because I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think enough. that's a unanimous decision. Yeah. On Stan Going Snyder. to miscellaneous um, division questions. Number one is Dak Prescott the Cowboys QB two years from now? Dylan, you go first. Yes. I think they're so mediocre that he's like the ultimate mediocre player that will transition the Cowboys from eight and eight till nine and seven, maybe ten and six, and might make the playoffs a couple of years. And they'd be satisfied with that. 
I think I think he will be, and it's it's kind of something that I touched upon in the previous episode. But the league is so starved for quarterback talent. Dak Prescott has proven himself to be above average, I guess, and that's all it takes to hold a starting job in the league. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I believe it too. And then I guess like just to uh, to stay on that note, then um, also this little note: they spend a lot of money on other positions. So spend a money, well, yeah, shit ton they, of money. They do yeah. spend a lot of money. So yeah. then, I guess it's eventually time to sign to that long-term deal like have they completely lost this negotiation just because like he thinks he is deserving of a lot of money and i don't know he has the leverage to do it what else do they have exactly Exactly, it's it's a quarterback league but like at what expense like are you expending the the talent around you i mean if i'm his agent or like his representatives and like you just look around the league i mean you look at Ryan Tannehill signing a big deal. Kirk Cousins a few years before yeah, that signing money. big deals. Money, I mean, yeah. he is right within that yeah. range. Ta- Ryan Tannehill having like a great season last year, notwithstanding. Overrated. You, you would mm-hmm. underrated. <laughs> we got into that last part. Um, <laughs> but you would say that like he that uh, Dak Prescott's uh, skills are at least kind of uh, commensurate with those guys. So I mean, he's got big money ahead of him. The question, basically, I was asking then is that big money coming with Dallas, or are they going to let him go? No, Dallas is going to keep him around. He's the, he's the face of the franchise going forward. He'll play there until he's in his mid-30s, I think. Okay. He's going to be their guy. I think this is a big year for him, too. Like, obviously, the contract year. But if they don't make the playoffs, question marks, right? It's Like, like you guys said, it's a high-pressure city. It's Yeah, okay, you're right. But, like, them. what are they going to do? Dump him and do what? Sign Nick Foles or something? Uh, who they got? Andy Dalton, man. Andy Dalton the, is the, the answer. Red Rocket, baby. <laughs> red Rocket. I don't even know. Maybe they just I, draft another guy. Uh, they're not going to have a pick to draft a quarterback. They're going to be too good. They're going to have like Tom a Tom Brady a bottom was a seventh round pick. Oh, sorry. Sixth <laughs> round. Sixth round. Sixth round. Yeah, 199. Was, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> Who has the better career, Chase Young or Jadavian Clowney? I think Chase Young's going to have a better career. I think this what, kid's what supremely is, talented. Really, like, what has Clowney done? Yeah, exactly. What has Clowney well, really done? Well, I'm just saying, like, um, Jadavian Clowney, to go to his point, has been, I think, overall pretty disappointing for what he was supposed for to first be. first overall pick, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, he's a serviceable player. He's but, better than Mario Williams, but... Right. But I'm, I'm just saying, like... What has he done, really? When you're talking about the freak defensive ends coming out of college yeah. and going in, draft, being drafted really high, like, I mean, Jadavian was on the level of... Almost no one else had reached. Chase Young was bringing up the Jadavian comparisons. Just a note, the way scouts scout uh, rookies, Jadavian Clowney had the highest ranking ever going into the draft. They said he's going to be the best NFL player ever. Yeah, but I think Chase Young broke it, actually. Did Chase Young beat Jadavian Clowney's score? Yeah, I think so. You're kidding. I'm pretty sure. You could check, you I could see that. The guy's, the guy's an unreal talent. He, it, it was broken a couple times since then, but yeah, Clowney was definitely uh, unprecedented, and then I think Chase Young beat it. Like The, the scale is usually from like 2 to 7, and Jadavian got like an 8. Odds that uh, Chase Young is immediately the football team's uh, best defensive player. Oh, he already is. Before game one, he's the best player. Can you player name another defensive player on the yeah. football team? <laughs> I cannot. Um, and, I have <laughs> their, and I have their depth chart in they have No, they have Kendall Fuller. He's a good player. Nah, he's all right. Oh, so he's, he's Matthew no, Ioannidis is no a good Kyle player. To me. He's no Kyle to me. He's no Kyle, yeah. Matthew Ioannidis, uh, tackle. Good good defensive tackle. I think you're just making names up now. <laughs> Unintentional comedy, uh, by the way, for the uh, Washington football team. I, was re- I read, to prepare for this, I was reading a bunch of the Sports Illustrated uh, team previews, which all go to their local beat writers who write something that's generally pro-team for each one of them. 
The amount of teams that said that they conservatively thought they would end up 10 and 6 was incredible. The NFL is going to have at least 20 teams that end up 10 and 6, apparently. I don't know where they're <laughs> getting all these wins from because but teams have to lose for other teams to win, you know, 10 games. The football teams, the football teams guy did not believe that they were going to finish 10 6, wow. but he did have this to say. Um, the strength of this team is poised to be defense. My question is, well, that's relative because last year their offense was 30th. Yeah, no, their, <laughs> their defense was 27th. Awful. So, <laughs> yeah, of course the strength's going to be defense. The strengths are going to be defense and special teams because their offense is abysmal. The strength of this team is going to be tanking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next question. Is Daniel Jones the long-term solution for the Giants QB situation? I yes, I think so. You think he's a long-term solution? Yeah. I think he's a, he's a stopgap quarterback right now. I don't know if he's going to be around in three, four years. Is he more talented than Eli Manning? No. No, 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 no. no. no, no not talented. Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, guys. Eli Manning was also a number yeah. one overall pick. Yeah, yeah. He's, Eli Manning was, like, again, one of those generational talents. He, you know he's, a, other than his brother, is the only, first of all, quarterback to win a Super Bowl in the last, like, 30 years. I think years. I heard that stat. Yeah. Yeah. But also, when you look over, I mean, just... I know Eli was good and had some really good careers, but if you look over, I mean, really good seasons, but if you look over his career as a whole, I mean, it does kind of come out as being like, eh. The guy's, it's, a, the guy's a Hall of Famer, for it's sure. Like yeah, Frank yeah. Tarkenton with two Super Bowls, man. It's, like, very respectable. It's yeah. Like, what else do you want him to he's do? He's, like, six all-time in passing yards and, like, eighth in touchdowns or something. Like, he's top ten in every passing category, right. and he's got two rings. He's also the highest-paid ever NFL player. Um, like, career earnings? Like career yeah. Really? Really. I didn't know that. Even with uh, Tom Brady's newest uh, newest contract, two years. How is Tom know? Brady not the? Well, because Tom Brady took pay he's cuts. Taking, yeah, he's yeah. smart. Because smart, he's a smart guy. He wants to win guy. Super Bowls. He did not take a pay cut with not the, Tampa Bay. the Bucks. Well, yeah. twenty five mil a year. It's relative. To it's compared what, uh, to what other guys are getting. It's low. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is getting what? Like a billion dollars a day or something. He's getting. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess you guys are saying, what are you guys saying on that original question though? Long term solution? Yes I, or no? I think uh, he's yeah. not the long term solution. I think he's a solid solution for right now, but going down the road, I think the Giants are going to have some bad seasons, and they're going to have an opportunity to take a generational talent in the first round, and they're going to take it. Like it sounds like a generational quarterback is coming out every year, so I don't kind of disagree with Ryan's point here, but I think Daniel Jones has got. They invested a lot in him. They traded up for, I believe, that pick. Yep. And um, sixth overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. sixth overall, and I think they're gonna kind of ride with him. As, so long as Barkley's still producing, I think they're gonna ride with him, um, even just for the bargain of his of his contract. And you've kind of touched on my next question: Which running back would you rather start a team with today, Zeke or Saquon Barkley? Saquon, for sure. This, this really, is, this is I maturity. Think, yeah. I think. Okay, I was expecting a little bit more <laughs> Zeke. Uh, Zeke pull there, but Zeke's interesting. Great. Keep going. Zeke's good, but fantastic again, running back. The maturity of Saquon and just just his speed. Just watching Saquon play and like just having that extra burst sometimes. Is, it's unbelievable when you watch him, what he does with the ball in his and hands. He's a few years younger too. Running backs. Yeah. Only have he's that better as a pass short. catcher as well, if you ask me. Yeah, but that's not Zeke's game. That's not Zeke's game, but, but I want a, a running back that can catch the ball. Yeah, well, it depends if what, what kind of style you want to play, right? And it's um, it's up to you, but. Yeah, Saquon is, again, generational talent. Uh, so is Zeke, but not to the, the degree that you could, s- you could physically see the talent right. on the field. And also off-field issues. Every, hand, every right. handoff. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Another big problem. But a- every handoff, I-, I feel with Barkley, has a chance to hit the house. Oh, exactly. Yeah, every and time he touches the ball, only other play I can he think can break of any play is uh, AP. Young AP. AP. Chris Johnson for a year was yeah. like, untouchable. Chris Johnson was in that, in that uh, role. But who, who really... 
Ladenian Tomlinson when well, he was yeah, younger. Very young. I was very young yeah. for that. But. Right. Okay, fair enough. I would actually probably go with Saquon as well. Just the younger running backs, typically. Yeah. Like I mean, always go for the youth on that position. Um, second last question in this division. Is Doug Peterson still with the Eagles head coach if they miss the playoffs this year? If so, how hot is his seat? Super Bowl winner with them. Yeah, he's but... a Super Bowl winner, so it's hard to throw away a Super Bowl winning coach. I think even if they miss the playoffs, he'll be there next year. But his seat will be warm, more than lukewarm. Like uh, we're talking like a solid thirty-eight degrees Celsius. Ninety-eight degrees. Ninety-eight degrees. (laughs) It's warming up a little bit. He's gonna want to be standing more than sitting on that seat, but. I mean, regardless of how up or down you are on the Eagles' uh, talent, I think anyone would agree that with a good coach and someone who's able to use the talent in the right way, this is a good enough team to make the playoffs for sure and oh, potentially yeah. win this division. I mean, Sure, they've got, yeah. a, they've got all the pieces they need. Do, the, do they have the best quarterback in this division? Mm, well, Dwayne Haskins is there. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Carson Wentz is overrated. I think Dak Prescott's also overrated. I put them on a, like a level playing everyone field. on the Cowboys is overrated. Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's just the nature of the it's, game. Yeah, exactly. It's the media around them. But I think that Dak and Carson are about the same, if you ask me. I'd say half six in one, half dozen in the other. They're basically equal talents, if you ask me. Okay. Um, last question. Marketing cue for you guys. Just want to hear your opinions on this. How many last questions do you have on this? No, th- I said second last question. Okay. Last <laughs> I've been counting. Last question for this division. Do you think the Washington football team would be well-served to change their name to Washington FT, kind of like those classy soccer clubs you see? Yeah. Like, Well, uh, when, it, when it first happened, uh, like, I have a Redskins, oh, sorry, football team fan. And, uh, friend. He, yeah, friend. And, uh, you have a friend of the football team. Yeah, and he, he's like, the first comment he says, like, thank God it's not football club. Because it would be very confusing for him. Well, no, you can't do... Yeah, I think... Don't they yeah. already have a Washington FC there? Or, I don't know. Like, is they, there... They, they, I don't, I'm not into MLS, but... I, no, they're not called Washington FC. They're called something else. They're like DC United. Oh, DC United, that's yeah, right. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, so they but, could, that, that name's still open. But they obviously have to keep it. I'm FT. sure it's not. Like, you hear that one guy who, like, got all the domain names for, like, every Yeah, he bought, like, 30 of them. Yeah, but, yeah. like... Like, it's a real estate guy. Yeah. He bought all these names, so I think they're just kind of, like juggling a few names but do you think like i mean here's my thoughts on this i mean football soccer teams are generally seen as classy i mean because they're kind of like british and north america's like ooh, the british people you know yeah like classy sophisticated washington, washington ft you gotta do a wtf wtf well, wft that, that wft was... sorry washington <laughs> team of football <laughs> team of football that's very confusing well, yeah. for us illiterates yes <laughs> but like 25 years from now our kids, they'll be like, Washington FC, most progressive, most classy team in the NFL. It's not it's creative enough. The soccer, they got to be like Real Washington. Yeah, Real Washington. Real Washington, I think, is the way to yeah. go. Yeah. Real Actually, that's LA. such a better name. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's, enough for the, <laughs> that's enough for the East. We're going to the NFC North now. So in the NFC North, we have the Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. Uh, for those listeners out there, I am a Packers fan. Not nearly as devoted as Ryan is a Steelers fan, but they're my team, so I root for them. Packers are uh, over-under by Odd Shark, nine wins. Vikings, also nine wins. Bears, 8.5 wins. Lions, 6.5 wins. So, Ryan, I'm going to go to you first this time. Most likely to surpass expectations. That's tough. I think the the Packers and the Vikings are both going to surpass expectations. 
I think the Packers are going to win the division, though. Aaron Rodgers is going to be on a mission this year to prove something. He's he's still Aaron Rodgers. He's got a good team around him. He's still got David Bakhtiari. He's got Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones is coming into his own as a running back. Defense is pretty good. They've got a couple good corners. Jerry Alexander's really good. Kenny Clark's good on the defensive line. I think they're a solid team. I think last year, they I mean, they went to the NFC Championship last year, didn't they? They did. Yeah, so they, they put together and a And we're not that competitive season. against the 49ers, but... Right, but I mean, I still think in that division, the Packers are, are poised to, to come out maybe 11-5, and five, I think. So they would be my pick to surpass expectations, going over nine wins for sure. I'm going with the Vikings. Just because... Got some faith in Cousins. I think Cousins can throw a good deep ball. Do you think that Thielen can uh, properly replace the value that Diggs uh, brought them? Well, the season before last, like, Thielen was the man. Thielen's I mean, the, always been the better receiver well, of the two. last year you kind of sucked. I had him in fantasy, so I know. <laughs> but, um, but he was hurt last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was kind of off and on. But yeah. again, you kind of, like, I, I think he's a true number one if he plays. I think so, too. I think um, he's, a, he's a premier receiver. In the I league. think Dalvin Cook is, like, top five running back. Yeah, I think so, too. I okay. had him in fantasy, and he did wonders for me. Yeah, there you go. And again, Cousins could throw the football. Good defense. Uh, I think you have a stat where it's like, or am I just talking on my ass here? No, they, they do have a good defense. They have. Yeah. A, oh, oh. Did uh, you have a stat about that? Oh or? my god, <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the DVOAs. Yeah, good way to bring that up. So. Um, this is Football Outsiders DVOAs. This is obviously adjusted competition. But last year, the Vikings fourth in defense, tenth in offense, and fourteenth in special teams. Um, just to make that note on the Packers, I mean, everyone knows them as an offensive team, and defensively, they've struggled for years trying to find the right pieces. Average defense last year, fifteenth. The Smith, uh, the two oh, they Smiths, had a great, they have been really defense. good for them. Yeah. Like, I mean, going back to the Vikings defense, they've got a ton of playmakers on that team. Harrison Smith might be the best safety in the league still. He's still there. I think he's kind of aging, but yeah. He's aging, but I mean, last year he was fantastic. You've got Michael Pierce, really good defensive tackle. You have guys like Daniel Hunter, still really, really good on the end. Eric Kendricks. Anthony Barr's still good. Anthony Barr's good. The good linebackers they have. Their defense is solid. Their offense is really good. I'm I'm high on the Vikings as well. Uh, Who did they drop from Clemson? Justin Jefferson. Jefferson from, Jefferson from LSU. Uh, I don't know his school. I just I know him. LSU, yeah. He's, he's a good replacement for Diggs. Same type of player. Shifty, uh, small player that loves to run routes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's from LSU. You're right. Uh, it's good, good player. It's good to have a wide receiver that likes to run routes versus like, do you want to run <laughs> the, your route? The nah. ones that don't run routes typically. Just throw me the ball. Let me do my thing. I want to oh, do yeah. a bubble screen every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Randy Moss, you could get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, I'll give you guys my answer, and I have the Bears. Wow. Okay, so hear me out. So the Bears last two years have had a really, really good defense. Last year, their defense slipped, but they were still 10th, and they're poised to potentially do better this year. I mean, they still have Khalil Mack. That guy's a fucking beast. Yeah, he's a different animal. Um Offense, 25th, for obvious reasons. Mitchell Trubisky was a disaster. <laughs> um, when you have memes of your quarterbacks like, can he throw to one side 
I mean, that's an issue, whether he can or can't. I don't and think he can like, throw to uh, either side. side. Yeah, yeah he, that's true. Mitchell Trubisky's a fine quarterback. He just struggled with one part of his game, and that part of the game Throwing is the football. forward pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think, honestly, Nick He's Foles be is better a quarterback. as a rugby player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is no way, Hot. my hot take right now is there is no way Trubisky finishes the season, and I think he's officially a bust. Well, oh, he's a bust for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, okay, that's interesting because Patrick Mahomes should so like, is Trubisky in his grave. I didn't know. I thought Trubisky was not actually the starter anymore. He did win the job. Well, I think he'll lose it. So my reason why he yeah, surpassed week expectations. Four, week four over under. What do you guys think? Trubisky's gone? Trubisky's replaced by Foles. If they lose oh. the first, if they lose the first two weeks, who, then he's definitely they gone. In here, you think so? I think no. I think they give him a little more leash than that. I'd say week. They're six. playing the Lions, Giants, so like they don't win back to back, and then Falcons, Colts, and then Look, yeah. I mean, I get it depends on his performance in those two it's games. If he throws, schedule. you know, three hundred yards, three touchdowns in those games, and they lose, not really his fault. They don't, but really he's not going to do that. They don't really have that much leeway to give Mitchell Trubisky like. I mean, this management core and everything, like a lot of people's jobs are on the lines. They don't have time to let him work through his uh, growing pains anymore. They have no. a legitimate quarterback in Nick Foles. Who Do they? I think he's a fine. He's going to he, be... Look, he had a chance to win the job in camp, and he didn't. He lost true. to Mitchell no, Trubisky. But again, you give you give the kid one more chance. You know that. Like You, you got to you gotta be due diligent. Like He's a third overall pick. Well, second overall, second overall, overall pick. pick. Ahead of uh, Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Put a pin on that because I do Pins have questions that. regarding that. Okay. Um, but just the re- my reasoning for why I think the Bears can be the most high surpass expectations is one, their defense could be the best in the division. Um, and mm. also, I just think regression to the mean with quarterback play, I think Nick Foles might be better than Mitchell Trubisky. You put him in, and he just does adequate instead of just maybe the worst starting quarterback in the league, or arguably so. And that's, then been the that's Bears an increase MO, just right? there. I mean, that's like, yeah. that. there you go. I that's mean, but like, there's a reason why Nick Foles keeps bouncing around teams and can't hold the starting job. Because he's not a starting quarterback. Uh, Super Bowl champion, guys. Yeah, as a backup. And he, he did win the game. Uh, the he whole playoffs. He did them through the playoffs. Yeah. But he was on the start of that team. He didn't have that job until Wentz went down. Okay. He didn't still, earn that job. Again, like what, what Chris is trying to say, though, he could be adequate enough with a good defense. He's shown flashes of brilliance, Which of has course. been the... Chicago Bears it's more than what Mitchell Trubisky can say. Exactly. That's fair. Yeah. It's more than what Trubisky's exactly. done in his, in his career. The Bears' MO is get an adequate quarterback, solid defense, play in the uh, the cold weather, and just smash mouth football. Run the ball. Do they have the two running backs? We'll see. Like, I thought Howard was good, but he's obviously didn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. But um, the running backs: David Montgomery Singletary. and Tariq Cohen. David Montgomery's Montgomery, a good running Montgomery, back. Montgomery, yeah, sorry, no, yeah. he's a solid Singletary running back. Is Bill, Bill, sorry. We're going to go to most likely disappoint. Mine is the Vikings. Um, reasons being, you actually know that in Zimmer's tenure. Fan? <laughs> yeah, the reason being, fuck the Vikings. No, I don't actually care that much. I'm not a big enough Packers fan to truly care about the rivalry, although I do just want us to win. Um, under Zimmer's tenure, um, the Vikings have never, made, have never made the playoffs two years in a row. They've gone uh, make playoffs, miss playoffs, make playoffs, miss playoffs. They made it last year. Consistency. Yes, they made it last year. <laughs> Is it time for them to miss the playoffs? That's just literally um, that's a just potential a voodoo thing. Yeah, it's a pattern thing. Uh, one with the disappointing thing. They were really good last year. Um, but I don't think they're the most talented team in this division. They could also very likely drop off, and that would be exceptionally disappointing for their fan base. Um, it's, they have so much talent. They have really though. high expectations, though they do. And I don't know. I don't know if they're... I mean, a lot of talent doesn't necessarily mean a good team, though. That is true. Um, so who do you guys have as most likely to disappoint? Uh, what was the Bears over under? 
8.5. But yeah, also, you don't have to feel... You what, was, have, what was the Lions over-under? 6.5. But also, don't feel yeah, privy necessarily yeah. no, I know. to follow the over-unders. This is just like kind of a guide to, for the viewers, I mean the listeners, and also maybe to refresh on what some people think their skill level might be. Sure. But your own expectations as football fans can suffice. Uh, my expectations of the Bears are very low. So I'm, I'm talking about like what people expect of them. I think eight and a half or whatever it was is way too high. I think what Bears fans are expecting is not going to happen. I think the Bears are going to implode on themselves a little bit this year. I think Trubisky is not going to work out. They're going to go to Foles, and he's going to be just as bad, maybe even worse. And they're going to end up with like five wins or something abysmal. You're really not a Foles I'm guy. Not, not a Foles guy. I think he's got a lot of you know arm talent, but his, his ability to read the defense is... Lackluster at best. Do you not give any credence to his nickname, where they speak um, affirmative, affirmative, generously, of, generously of a certain body part? <laughs> um, especially because you made a similar analysis for uh, Mr. Drew Locke Drew on Locke. Denver. Well, in I think a positive sense, you were very high on him. One of the reasons being this specific nickname. There's no doubt that both Drew Locke and Nick Foles have massive uh, football brains. <laughs> 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 but no, I think yeah, no. Nick Foles plays with a ton of confidence, and that's what I love about him. But the issue is he's not consistent in his ability to read a defense and find open guys. He's not consistent in his ability to win games at all, really. I mean, he had uh, plenty of opportunities last year to prove something. The year before, he got paid big by Jacksonville, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and like, what did he do with that? He lost a job to Gardner Minshew. Within a year, yeah. Within yeah, but Minshew's actually was pretty good. If yeah, the stats, he but. has an even bigger football brain, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, the biggest. <laughs> the biggest football brain. Um, how often do you think that Nick Foles is trying to audible uh, on the line to Philly Special? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play for Philly anymore. We don't call it that here. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> Shy town special. <laughs> it's the same shit. Chicago does have some talent, like up front, like, like oh, around yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think Nick Foles could shine. I don't think Trubisky could throw the football at all. Uh, so I think Nick Foles could throw the football uh, at least to a degree that Chris is alluding to in terms of eight to ten win team with that defense with Cleo Mack with Smith. Just don't fuck up. Basically, Fuller. go in there and be a game manager and just. Yeah hopefully win the field battle with your defense creating hopefully exactly. a lot more turnovers, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to then just ranking the teams. I have a Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Dylan, what are you thinking here? Probably the same thing. I think Packers are the bust of the, the, the group. True, okay, that's definitely possible. Oh, did we, I did think we ask you about your bust? No, you didn't. No, he didn't. I so I'm gonna, gonna, so uh, go combined. for the bust. No, I'll, I'll, sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to like say I'm going back, but... I think the Packers and Bears fight out for number two. Wow. With like nine to ten wins. It's Didn't you pick the Vikings to be like the team to exceed? Yeah. The Vikings yeah. are going to win. But for, for number oh, two. Oh, for number two, you're number saying. Two, number two, I you're think saying. Chicago wins like eight to nine games. And I don't really see the Packers winning more than ten this year. That's definitely within the realm of possibility. I mean, like, the Packers, despite being 13-3 last year, were not your regular 13-3 team. Yeah. <laughs> they won a lot of one-score games, a yeah. lot of tight games. But that's what Aaron Rodgers does. That's true. I mean... He's a gamer. If you look at a statistical yeah. thing, then like there's variance potential on that, but also then you consider literally the quarterback they have. Um, I think the Packers' true talent is m- much closer to like a 10-6, and 11-5. Yeah. 
Well, that's um, what I said. Team, I think they're going yeah. 11 and 5. I think better defense uh, last year. I think it'd be a little bit better this year. Um, well, if if they do, they're a great team. But Aaron Rodgers needs to like stay healthy the whole season. Right. Mentally healthy too. With with no Mr. Love, with <laughs> Mr. Love behind him. Uh, I don't think Aaron Jones is going to be as good. And they haven't really found a second receiver there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, Devontae Adams kind of regressed last year. Yeah. And... Well, he didn't... He got hurt a lot. He was, like, in and out. He got hurt. He got kind of, like, like a... banged up. Non-contact injury on a catch. And he kind of, like, missed a couple games. But have they found a second guy? I mean, they have Devin Funches. Is probably their second guy. Devin Funches. Yeah. That's a name. Marcus Valdez scantling Alan Alan Lazard. 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 Who did I like at one point? Mercedes Lewis. But, um... Mercedes Lewis still plays. That's hilarious. They got a great defense. Uh, what's his name? The cornerback, um, Alexander. Jair Alexander. Yeah, yeah he's good a great, player. Great player. Yeah. Um, um, I'm pretty high on Aaron Jones actually. I think he. I think this year they'll just continue to start utilizing his talents as both uh, a runner and um, a pass catcher. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he's he did, fantastic. He's a good. Yeah, he caught the ball well. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. I think it was a flash in the pan last year. Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. That's I think he's a good all-around running back, though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, there's no real flaw to his game. He's not yeah, bad he's, at anything. He, yeah, he is a, yeah, he is a warrior. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Right. Okay, so that was your disappointing team, I guess. Like, then how are you ranking them then? Yeah, Vikings. so I'm, I'm going Bears, uh, Packers. No, no, you said you mean Vikings. Vikings. And then. Well, Vikings, Bears, Packers. Depends, uh, like one or two wins. I Are think, you just doing this to antagonize me? Really? <laughs> and then, <laughs> You're gonna come second. The Bears, uh, and I think Giants win. I think maximum of two games. You mean the the Lions? The Lions. Maximum the of two Lions. games. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Really? That bad for the Lions? Lions are bad. I think Matt Stafford. Matt leaves Stafford's still there. The after this season. Oh uh, yeah. They kind of say screw you. We get we're gonna just we're gonna take a field or again, Lawrence if he's there, and I think Stafford goes. To the Cowboys. Why? Why? Because I think that they don't sign Dak. And I think Matt Stafford goes to the Cowboys. Well, you're going back on my question earlier about is Dak going to be the QB? I said no. I said no. You said yes. Did I say yes? You definitely said okay, yes. Okay, well, if Stafford well, becomes a free agent. But conservatively. Conservatively. Also, but potentially he could still be right where Dak is not the QB next year and Matthew Stafford is, but then Dak comes back. Oh, and Matthew Stafford Dak is back. Dak is back. Dak baby. is back. Baby. <laughs> back in Dak. <laughs> Dak to the future. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Ryan, how do you see these play- this I, uh, I'm, play I'm thinking it's going to go Packers. I'm thinking it's going to go Vikings number two. And I'm going to spit. I'm going to mix it up. I think Lions are going to come third. I think yeah. the Bears are going to be dead last in this division. How, like, what's the over under in the, the the Bears for you? I think four to five wins. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to be uh, brutal. With that great and defense. And you think the Lions are going to win six or seven? I think the Lions are going to win five or six. No chance. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, anything can happen in football. I mean, let's not just go by whatever the, the odds are saying, you know, they're going to be the go, worst. I'm not I know you're odds. not. I'm, I'm just like, saying, we got to pick an underdog every now and then. Like, things happen agree, every year. I agree, but I think this is the division that's going to be... sticking with the Lions, the Adrian Peterson Lions. <laughs> yeah, the, the Matt Stafford, yeah. Adrian Peterson, Kenny Galladay, Trey Flowers Lions. Kenny Galladay, I give him. He's a good receiver. They, and they, uh, who they dropped that, that halfback? He's pretty good, too. Yeah, what's his name? The, he's a quick kid. Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift. Is that a pun there? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, okay. Marvin uh, Jones they have, too. They have a good receiving core. Yeah, they got some talent, but I think their defense is... Justin Coleman, Desmond... They have a, like, a go- good all-around... Oh, not a good team. But whatever. Sorry? 
Yeah, they they got a good team. I I just don't think they have. They also got Jamie Collins. This I hate their season. coach too. I hate their coach. I don't think he's a good coach. He's not a good coach. So, Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question regarding him. I'll save it for a couple minutes from now. Uh, quick question then. I guess uh, two playoff teams coming out this division. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, actually, yeah, potential. I, do. I potential. think the Vikings and the Packers. Especially the consider playoffs. the extra wild card. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Definitely this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely yes. I think Packers or Bears. I think Nick Nagy's on the hot seat if they don't make it this Matt year. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy said Nick Nagy. Nick too. Now also Nick Nagy. That guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he's related, but if there's a Nick Nagy out there, <laughs> you listen to this. You're on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah, you can stop listening to this podcast right now because <laughs> they're about to bash you, Nick Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team you'd most like to GM three years from now. I have the Packers. Start of the Jordan Love era. Ready. Ooh, that's an interesting take. That's interesting. I don't know if I I kind of semi believe that take. I actually have a question regarding that later, but I think uh, I would say the Bears. Honestly, I think if you if they tank hard enough in the next couple of years, you can draft a really good quarterback and they have a good team around him. No, All they're I missing think is a quarterback. Be too old by then, man. You think so? They've got young defensive players though. It's not like they're an Fuller, aging Smith defense. And Fuller. Kyle Fuller's pretty young. Yeah. Uh, Khalil so Mack's Smith. not old. Khalil Mack's getting up there, man. How old is Khalil Mack? I want to say what? I want to say he's like my age. Let's say, uh, what are you, like 21? Yeah. Um. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Khalil Mack is, uh, he's your age. He's 29. So he is getting up there. Well, excuse me, but yeah, um, yeah probably. I don't think he's going to be that much of a talent in two or three years. That's fair. Also, but, Dylan, don't be so offended by your age. He's getting old. I mean, you're not the edge rusher you once were. Either. <laughs> I was pretty good. I was pretty good in touch, to be honest. I'm not going to brag too much on the podcast. It's not my podcast. No, no. It's, <laughs> no, you can brag. But no, they have, they have the other young guys. Like, um, Eddie Goldman's pretty young. They have a couple other guys, I want to say, on their defense that are, like, young talents. Um, uh, they've got Eddie Jackson. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Jackson's yeah, fantastic with safety. Yeah. He's a safety or quarterback? He plays both. I think he's more of a safety. He Um, plays better as a safety. Akeem Hicks as well is still there. Yeah, and yeah, I I really like Smith, Rockman Smith Mm -hmm. from uh, Georgia. Yeah, Yeah. good player. A couple years out. Um, He's a very smart player, and he will learn a lot. linebacker. I learn a lot from, uh, we call him Nick now, or just Nagy? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mr. Nick Nagy. Yeah. yeah, I think Nick Nagy's a good coach, but I think he's on the hot seat if they don't make it. And I think, yeah. Okay, M- moving on. Biggest bitch in this division. Oh, I, Ryan, you can go first. Yeah. It's a tough one. I want to say Nick Foles because he lost his job to, didn't lose a job, but didn't win a job against Mitch Trubisky. Big Dick Nick. Yeah, You're but you can't, you can't call Big Dick Nick a bitch. A bitch, He's yeah. not a bitch. You, you so can't. even though he lost, he didn't win a job against a guy who can't throw the ball forward. It's not really a bitch move, which is an embarrassing move. I think move. that was just cur- I think the courtesy. biggest bitch. Yeah, it was more of a it's courtesy. a courtesy, fine, whatever. So my pick for biggest bitch is going to be Matt Patricia. I, I think that guy's a total bitch. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but, like, Aaron Rodgers is the yeah, ultimate you know, bitch. Aaron Rodgers is a Aaron bitch. Aaron Rodgers is the ultimate bitch of this. The, He's kind of a bitch. Can he even drink a beer? Oh, he tried. Oh. He definitely <laughs> tried. <laughs> but... Who was it that stood and him he's up? he's always so moody, and like, I love him. I love watching him. Don't get me wrong. Like, if he's playing, I'll watch him. But is he not the moodiest quarterback, elite quarterback that you've seen in years? No, Tom Brady's moodier. No, yeah. not moodier. He's a baby. Not on the field. You don't see it. He was with He's champion. crying all the much time. As much as I hate him, he cries a lot, but Aaron Rodgers cries on and off the field. Yeah. 
Aaron Rodgers, but he's so frustrated with his shitty situation. He's so good, and he knows it. But I think he puts himself... He's he's bitching. bitching. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you be a little frustrated if you were him? If you were the best quarterback in the league, arguably... His own family doesn't like him. (laughs) What's the story behind behind, uh, his family... I never really got to the bottom of that. What the story behind his family uh, he just, just not really, really like him. He was a dick to his family. Like when he made it, like he kind of disowned them, and they kind of wanted. To, this like, is from The Bachelor, right? His brother was on yeah, The Bachelor. Yeah, that's, that's where he told his story. Yeah, but like that guy's trying to make a name for himself too. Yeah, uh, but it probably was a true story, and like Aaron Rodgers, like openly said, like whatever about it. So um, whatever. If I mean. your own family kind of hates you, like. It's kind of, I don't know. They probably, it's not a good sign, for sure. Yeah. It's not the best sign. I, I'm not here to judge or anything, but yeah. He's <laughs> no, you are. No, you're That's incorrect. exactly what you're here for. You are here to judge. <laughs> you are not here to analyze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not <laughs> Um My answer for Biggest Bitch, um, two-parter. Either either uh, Ryan Pace or uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, Ryan Pace, like, his job is literally to make good decisions at the GM, and instead what he does is he gets played, he gets spooked about someone taking a quarterback before him at number three, so he trades up, he trades four picks, including the number three pick, to get to number two, just to take the worst quarterback in the first round, where he could have just stayed put, and would have gotten, could have easily gone to Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. And, yeah, yeah I there mean... Is, there's plenty of talent there. I mean, he made a terrible, terrible decision to get, to move up at all, and then to pick an uh, awful quarterback. He moved up one spot. It wasn't like... He yeah, moved up like, one spot. Yeah, but it you're wasn't, also again, getting 66 up... 66th pick, whatever. That's a Josh Farrell's and throw in. But like... 67th pick, you can get value in that. Yeah, uh, it's a second, I agree. It's early third round, round pick. pick. Yeah, yeah early third round pick. But like, again, t- hindsight 2020. Um, yeah, fair. But like, like I was saying earlier, like outside of the quarterback position, they picked Trubisky. But even if they didn't want to go QB, they had Leonard Fournette on the board. They had Jamal Adams. Christian McCaffrey. Marshawn Lattimore, Marlon Humphrey, as you said, Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes. Also, Tredavious White was in that draft. T.J. Watt was in that draft. Yeah, um, but you don't. Dalvin yeah. Cook was in that draft. You don't move up to pick a halfback. No, well, Juju again. Elvin Kamara. Those guys were there. No, you, you, can say you don't move up to take a halfback. But what I'm, I'm saying not a is, Trubisky fan. what I'm saying is, don't move up and take one of those other guys. That's just a mistake. I wouldn't call him a bit necessarily a bitch for that. He got bitched. <laughs> he did show got, a bitchly he, tendency well, to get bitched. This is a mistake. <laughs> did anyone else see Mahomes though? Like, did, did you see Mahomes? I honestly thought, uh, to be completely honest, I thought Mahomes was going to be a bust. I thought Watson would be the best one. To be honest, I thought Watson was going to be the best. He was well. kind of killing it. Yeah, and he was an older one. And I, out. I saw tape on Mahomes. I'm like, yeah. this guy has a wicked arm, but not much else. And yeah, I thought and he was. Andy Reid just made him into a monster, and yeah. he's going to be the best quarterback we've seen in the next ten years. So, I had a question last uh, podcast and I'll just ask you Dylan um, who's going to have a better career Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers um, Patrick Mahomes obviously why obviously obviously, obviously. Well, that is a lot more confident than very obviously you think so I think Patrick Mahomes is a, a lot mature player for his age already I think Patrick Mahomes could throw the ball wherever he wants just as much as Aaron Rodgers yeah I don't think, Aaron, I don't think Mahomes is as good as an improviser um, he is a good improviser. He is, but he is good, but not have you as seen good. His, not as talented. Have you seen his yeah. no look passes? Well, that's yeah. not. Really, those are stupid. He shouldn't do those. Yeah, exactly, he should really stop doing exactly. those. Yes, he should one hundred percent stop doing those. It's not really that efficient. Yeah. Um, Instead, just look at the open guy and throw yeah. it to him. He's still. There's open. a reason why they teach you to go through reads and throw to open receivers because it works. Closing <laughs> your eyes and throwing it behind your back doesn't work out every time. But yeah, it's he's again. 
the, the talented arm, the great coach, gr- the great system, Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's, he only has one. I don't, th- I don't see him getting another one. Um, he might. He might, but again, he's kind of aging. What, he's, what is he, like 34, 35 he's now? He's 37. 36. 30, is he 36? So he's got like two more years, three more years of, unless he's Tom Brady, which I don't think he is. Actually, I think um, he just played his 36. He's 37, 37 yeah, this 37 year. 37 now. In December. So you're telling me he's going to be... He's got three good years left. Three good years maximum, I think. Yeah. I don't think he's that devoted to the game as much as Tom is. And low-key, I mean, now you can quibble with whether this is a long-term you, projection you thing, but Aaron Rodgers has been... Uh, his numbers have... His like QB rating and everything has declined to closer to league average, yeah, exactly. league average starting quarterback versus... Tip top elite. Does he not still hold the career yeah, QB he does. rating? He does. Yeah. I, think, I, still I think Russell's kind of coming up on him. Actually. Is he? Yeah. That, yeah Russell Wilson's pretty good. Russell okay, Wilson's we're going to miscellaneous cues now. Does Matt Patricia make it through this season as the Lions head coach? Brian, go first. Matt Patricia, uh, no. I think... Uh, Is it because he can't wear a face mask? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a, a litany of health problems preventing him from doing a lot of things. Wearing a face, but not, face wearing mask. Wearing a face mask is not one of them. <laughs> But Matt Patricia is, uh, even if the Lions do well this year, I think they're going to dump Patricia because he's not effective as a head coach. He's a great defensive coordinator, if you ask me, and I think that's where he's, his talents are best suited. But I'm talking, should... about, I'm talking about whether he gets fired this season, basically. Does he make it through the entire year as the oh, head coach? Do you that's think, what I asked, yeah. I'm not, not before the offseason. No. You think mid-season? Get, yeah, mid-season. No, I don't think mid-season he gets fired. Yeah, I think he, he gets fired off-season. He, he is high I, I'm not Detroit. high on Detroit. I'm just not high on the Bears. seven games. Six to, five to six, I said. Five to six. Hey, guys, we're done backtracking here. <laughs> Stay to the goddamn <laughs> <Sorry>. question. <laughs> Matt Patricia will have his job throughout the year, and I think he will lose it in the offseason. I think. Dylan, thoughts? He, yeah, he loses it. Yeah, for sure. Mid-season? Mid-season. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm, thi- I'm, um, I'm with Dylan here. I think he honestly might be the first one to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. First coach to get fired this year. If I had to guess, I think like, he's on one of those. How about, how about Bill O'Brien? Nah, mm. I think that I think he's the same. I think you team. don't make that. I don't think you make that trade uh, if management the, yeah, doesn't have a little bit more confidence. Faith in you I guess. The playoffs. But yeah. hold on, if the the Texans start like two and four or something, Bill O'Brien is very much on the hot seat. I think his hot. I think they give him a season because he made the no, playoffs. He's got last more year. of a leash. Matt Patricia he's got, he's has got done playoff nothing. wins. Yeah, but he's got a lot of talent, and Matt Patricia doesn't have a lot of talent on his team. He's 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 in a rebuild team. I don't think they're expecting him to win the division. We'll, we'll see how the Lions kind of play it out. Obviously, if they're winning games, he's not going to leave. But I don't see him winning more than one or two games for the first ten. So you don't see them winning one or two. One or in the two games. Like, yeah. Honestly. Okay. Well, uh, here's a counter question: If Patricia gets fired, do you think he finds a job as a defensive coordinator by next season? Yeah, probably. He's on he's, the Pats. He's a, on, yeah, yeah, the Pats. Pats exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's tell, the me, thing tell I, me a good coach from the from the Patriots, but good coordinator, different story. That's mm. the thing about the Bill Belichick uh, coaching tree. They all spread their wings, and when they fail, they come they right come back right to back. Dad. <laughs> Josh right McDaniels, back, right back to Posse. It's, it's a sick mentality <laughs> over there, you know. That's why Tom. That's why Tommy Boy left. Would you rather have a Dalvin Cook or Aaron Jones? Dalvin Cook. Yeah, ten okay. times out of ten, yeah. I okay. think Dalvin Cook is a top three running back in the league, arguably. Well, okay. Top five, top five. Top five, easily. Top three, arguably. Top five. He's great running the ball between the tackles. He's great running it outside. He's a really good pass catcher. His blocking's not good. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, sorry, uh, Aaron Jones is a better blocker. But Delvin Cook is 
every bit the running back that I want on my team. He's he's complete, and I think with his youth and with his um, enthusiasm, he's going to be a top five running back for the next five to six years. Okay, interesting. I just want to make a counterpoint on that, and that I mean their stats. Their stats for the past season were pretty similar mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of like their production, but, but the do stats agree. don't say everything. I know. I do agree that Dalvin himself is, if you uh, watch the tape, much, yeah. he's a much more explosive running back. Yeah. And dangerous. And yeah. Okay. We'll move on then. Uh, well, hold I, on. Does Dylan, Dylan have a, I opinion? assume Dylan has the same answer. He kind of, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not really crazy about Aaron Jones. I've said it before. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Does Jordan love follow the Aaron Rodgers to Brett Favre succession route, or is he the Jimmy G traded away route? Jimmy G went to the finals last year, so... I'm saying, like... No, the, 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 I'm, are, no, what I'm he's talking asking about, is, is Jordan Love going to oh, be the future of the Packers? Yeah, I'm talking, oh. like, you have, you have no, um, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Does Jordan Love pull an Aaron Rodgers on Aaron Rodgers, basically? Oh, okay. I think, or, yes. I think Jordan Love is going to succeed Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I don't think he's going to start this year or next year, but I think after that, Aaron Rodgers is going to walk. He's 37. Yeah, he's gonna walk. He, he's gonna have a, a twilight a season on another team, like yeah. Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning. Maybe just one or two seasons on another team, and Jordan Love is gonna take over. See, I agree um, because at the end of the day, Green Bay is a small market team. They don't do <laughs> they don't do decisions where they're trading away this young quarterback that they invested a lot for the old quarterback. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady. I no. mean, in terms of the legacy, in that terms he left, of uh, production. They, yeah. I mean, in terms of legacy and production, Aaron Rodgers is basically right on par with Brett Favre. Both won a Super Bowl. Both had a lot of success. I mean, I Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is better. Yeah, but oh, I'm just saying sure. about what they've done for no. the. F- you don't think so? Ben As Brett a talent. Favre? As a talent, yeah. I, I yeah. think I put Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben on the same platform. Really? I do. That's a huge boost for me as a Ben really? fan. You think so? I think Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. I think he's a way high. better quarterback than Big Ben, and I love Big Ben. I'm he's my favorite player of all time. Achievements, achievements I'm wise, Ben's better because well, he has two rings. Well, that's kind of my argument here. Yeah, but I think I think kind of if you ask level. me right now who you want on my team, if I could choose between the two, I'm picking Aaron Rodgers every day. Well, again, can I just uh, can, I, can I just make a note about one year uh, older. Two, the super, two Super Bowl things? Head to head in Super Bowls, Aaron Rodgers. Shut is. shut the fuck up. <laughs> you go away now. <laughs> yeah, fair. But Big Ben's been the three, Aaron Rodgers has been two, just the one. Just the one, right? Yeah. Kind of choking. Okay, honest. so I think we're kind of all in agreement there. I don't think Jordan Love gets traded, not when he's on the Packers. Not um, when they traded up two picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever picks. Okay, are. last question for this division: Is Matthew Stafford basically Philip Rivers with less team success? Ooh. No, I think Matthew Stafford. He they, put up some huge seasons, especially. He put up early some on. huge seasons. He was plagued by injuries early in his career. But I think he cares today way more than Philip Rivers cares about winning. I think Matthew Stafford is he's a gamer. He he throws the ball all over the field because he wants to win, not because he's trying to pad his stats. Whereas right. I think Philip Rivers is trying to pad his stats. So wait, are you Putting Matthew Stafford in a uh, more positive light than yeah, Philip Rivers? Yeah, more positive really? light than current Philip Rivers. Because I think Rivers is basically done with football. I, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of Chargers games last year. I disagree with this. But. I, I don't know if you watched a lot of Chargers games last year. I did because I had a bunch of Chargers on my fantasy team. And Philip Rivers looked like he gave zero fucks about football. He was throwing the ball all over the field for no reason. Throwing picks. But that's his like, He game. would walk out. Would... They'd be down two touchdowns. And he would walk out and almost intentionally throw a pick just so we could get off the field. 
You think he's not a gamer? No, I don't think he's, he's got a gamer. He's like 16 kids. Like, there's no way he's, oh, he he's game, a game. He, he games game. somewhere, but yeah. it's not on the football field. This guy, this guy finishes. <laughs> yeah, he finishes he's big he's time. Yeah. So, so, Dylan, then what do you think? I guess you disagree with Ryan there. Uh, yeah, I think Philip Rivers is a gamer. I kind of I kind of like that um, similarity there. Um because there's only that, so much you can do, right? I mean, Matthew Stafford and Philip Rivers, to me, both guys who like to sling it. Um, I just, yeah. I, I think Matthew Stafford, other than that brief time when he had uh, Calvin Johnson, Johnson Jr. By the way, do you think, think he still has wet dreams? Game? Just dreaming about the days. I think every NFL Cal- quarterback has wet dreams about Calvin Johnson on their team. <laughs> I think that's just a thing that people think about. Yeah, he was a beast. He, he was, was such a beast. Yeah, and then they they haven't been able to put any talent around him. No, I mean. Matthew Stafford, not the best quarterback ever, but he's been serviceable for a long, long time. Right. Well, well like, Philip Rivers had a ton of talent on his team for, like, almost yeah. his entire career. Yeah, throughout. Yeah. He had LT, and then, like, he had LT, going through he had different... Antonio Gates. Yeah, and then he going had, later um, in his career, Keenan Allen now. Keenan like, Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry's a great pass catcher. Austin Eckler's a great pass catcher. Chris Melvin Chambers. Gordon. Chris Chambers. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. He's had a ton of weapons. So now, what name the Lions, guys. Right? None. He's, there's no <laughs> exactly. Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Golden Tate oh was good. Yeah, Marvin Burleson. Jones. Yeah, Galloway now. Galladay. Um, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's guys, but Calvin Cal- Cal- Johnson, obviously, but well, no, but like obviously, other than him, like, other than him, there was that. Amendola's there now. He's got a Amendola's still alive. Great ex-wife. Oh, great Beautiful. ex-wife. The yeah. best part about Amendola's career is his ex-wife. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> 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 okay, we're done with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a natural stop. I'm just point. thinking about the ex-wife. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the NFC South. So in the NFC South, we have the Saints, Tampa Bay Bucks, Falcons, and Panthers. Saints are the highest over/under at a 10.5 wins. Then we got Tampa coming up the rear with with a 9.5 wins projected. Falcons at 7.5, and then finally the lowly Panthers at 5.5 wins. Um. Dylan, I'll go to you first. Most likely to surpass expectations. Um, I like New Orleans. Um, Sean Payton, again, great coach. Drew Brees, when has he ever kind of not reached expectations in a season? Um, but don't they already have high expectations? I mean, like, yeah, really, exactly. can they really yeah. exceed them that much? Can well, they shoot through the ceiling? The I, don't see, I don't see a team kind of shooting through a ce- ceiling in this division, but I see New Orleans getting 13 to 12 wins. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, so... They're a really good team. For, really for a 10 and a half to get 12 to 13, that's, uh, great, again, solid defense. Michael Thomas is there. Um, they got Kamara, too. Like, talent all over the place. Um... Don't see him being bad. Even if Drew Brees goes down, they got Winston. Yeah. And I think Winston's a gr- good quarterback, and I think he will shine someplace. But um, that's my take. It's New Orleans 12 to 13 wins again, and probably goes pretty far in the playoffs. Maybe Super Bowl, too. So. Okay. Go I, for it. I honestly think that the Saints are going to exceed expectations. I think they're going to win more than the 10.5 they're projected. I think. Um, to take it a step further, I think the Saints are my favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, that's, okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. who I'm picking personally. I think they have all the talent they need. I think they've been burned one or two many times in the playoffs recently, and Drew Brees is going to be on a mission this year. Uh, I was just going to kind of go off topic there and just say, I think Carolina's a lock for five and a, five and a half though. For you over. think they're gonna they're gonna get that? I think they're gonna get that. 
Carolina. At five think, and a half wins. The first time they've ever got... <laughs> you mean they're going to go over the five over, and a half wins? Over, over, yeah. Really? No, no, no they're going to no go ties. five, you know, ten five, and one. one and, uh, five, ten and one, five and a half wins? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would technically be a lock. <laughs> that's a lock. That's a tie for them, for sure. The Cardinals, they play the Cardinals this year. But... Um, the Cardinals going to go 0-0-16. <laughs> oh, oh, <and> yeah. <laughs> um, Is that equal I, I think. Sorry? Does that equal 8-8 eight eight in the yeah, standings? Yeah, that equals 8-8. Like, eight eight. Okay. Yeah. A tie yeah. is a half win. Half wins, yeah. Um, that's a good point, actually. Um, I think Carolina has some talent to play with. I think their head coach is... Um, I forgot his name now. Uh, but I've heard some good things coming out of... <laughs> I, I, I'm I sorry. I haven't heard the name. I, I've I heard good things kind of about this nameless me. man. Um, but I've heard some good things. Um, he he is a player's coach, so I think they have a chance to go. They get seven to eight wins, and with with Bridgewater kind of at the helm, right. I think they have a, a respectable team. Interesting. Matt, Matt rules the head coach. Matt rules, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, Ryan, I just want you to finish on why you think that the Saints um, are going to surpass expectations. You had, you said you had a little bit more on that. Right. So I mean, they're they're just a supremely talented team on the offensive side of the ball, and also on the defensive Agreed. side of the ball. They have Cameron Jordan. They have you know Taron Armstead. They've got a bunch of guys on the offensive line as well that are like really effective. Demario Davis is another young talent on the on the defensive side. They, I, I honestly think that just the, the system that they have, I think Sean Payton is a fantastic coach, and they're not going to stop until they get what they feel like they have deserved for the past two or three years. I honestly picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl last year as well. That didn't work out in my prediction, so it might not work, work out this year as well, but I think that they are, in my view, the best team in the NFC. You know, this is one of those... Um, I don't disagree with you there. One thing on the Saints I'll note is when you talk about these teams, like, well, it's really dependent. Um, they need their quarterback to stay healthy. Well, the Saints, they literally lost Drew Brees last year, and they didn't really miss well, a beat had, at all. They had Bridgewater now in Carolina. There you go. But, again, Winston's there, like I just said. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so. it's a good fallback option, I suppose, yeah. for in a pinch. Hope, um, and you know if, who else they have at the quarterback position? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Taysom fucking Hill, who is the most interesting player as a as a like an observer of as an offensive weapon, but Winston still has more TD passes to the Saints players than Hill does. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, and that's yeah. a hilarious fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, quick thing, last thing on the Saints, I suppose. Um, last year DVOA eighth on defense, fourth on offense, this is the third special teams. Yeah, yeah, no, this they the were an all around really good team. Yeah, they killed it last year. Yeah, um, but my answer for this is actually the Falcons. Yeah, I was going to say them too. For I thought you went with the Saints. I, yeah, I did because I think they are a better team, and I think my when I say that the team's going to win the Super Bowl, that is surpassing expectations of anyone. That is true. Yeah. So yeah. I, I also think that the Falcons are going to do better than their 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 projection is. Right. But, yeah. Like I mean, over under seven point five wins. Uh, it's not too long ago that they were literally in the Super Bowl. and I want to hear this, though. I want to hear why. I think like just a lot of things have gone bad for them in the last few years. They still have a tremendously talented team, especially with Julio Jones saying, and Matt Ryan. You're saying they're an unlucky team right now? or they, I think they have been unlucky and just underperforming. For some reason, Julio Jones can't get a touchdown. Maybe Todd Gurley does some things. Probably not. But, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. I just, look, I mean, last year, 17th on defense, 15th on offense. 28th on special teams, DVOA, that is. They could maybe bump that up a bit. I mean, they're 7-9 last, last year, and I think they underperformed. I think I just, I just, think this is a team that could potentially win 9 wins, maybe 10, and like 
the remnants sneak in the last yeah and wild card. the and problem with that is they they're gonna have to play the Saints twice they're gonna have to play the the, the Bucks twice okay well how many how many wins are they taking from those four games well I guess that gets maybe me to most likely dis- uh, that gets me to my next point the then my next question is mostly disappoint. I have Tampa. I have Tampa, Obviously. too. I, I think yeah. that's a unanimous decision. Yeah. Tampa is going to very... I think Tampa very much the Browns. They're the Browns. They're exactly team. the Browns. They're building a super team with talents this that aren't challenge. necessarily going to gel. You know who they got today? Who? Rosen. Wow. That's what a, a huge signing. That's a big signing. Massive They're signing. They're taking the trash from other teams, Fournette and, and Rosen. Fournette is not trash. Well, I, well to get cut from Jacksonville. Like, got I cut I because he wouldn't play. I Like, you can't really say football team anymore without reference. Referring to Washington, but um, they're, they're the worst football team out there. Um, yeah, well, that's why he didn't want to play there. Well, you think it was his decision to just be cut? No, he said, I'm not playing for you guys. Could trade me or cut me. And they couldn't trade him. No one would take, uh, no one would give him anything for him. Fair Ryan enough. is, uh, to the listeners out there, Ryan is just randomly super plugged in. I know everything bars. about all the players. <laughs> no, I don't think it was, it didn't go down exactly like that, but. I think there was some egos involved there. I agree, but... I think Fernand has a huge ego. Yeah. And rightfully so. I think he's a very good running back. I think he's okay, yeah. I don't think he's... He's definitely serviceable. He's definitely, like, a the guy starting had, like, quality. many games last year where he went over 200 yards. I want to say he had two or three games over 200 yards rushing. Last year. Or the last year, season. The year before, he was great. I'll give you that. Last season, he was a top five running back in the league. Really? Yeah. I think he's more... Well, you got Dalvin Cook there. Dalvin Cook was Dalvin Cook and McCaffrey one and two. Uh, you got like Camara. Camara was yeah. He's was in same division. Three. McCaffrey, there you go. Same division. Yeah, it's so a he's, it's a running back rich division now. Well, you, actually, yeah, you got. I guess we can just go to this. You got Todd Gurley there too now. Wow. Yeah, look at the talent. On, I think yeah in the backfield yeah. there. I um we can just go to this now since you're bringing up the the running backs. Um, I had a start bench cut, uh, for this particular um division. Um, start bench cut Alvin Kamara Christian McCaffrey and then I also added in Dalvin Cook who's obviously not in this division but just to make it tough that is so tough how do you cut one of those guys I'm okay I'm gonna start Christian McCaffrey because I think he's the best running back in the league only the third running back ever to have a thousand yards rushing and receiving in the same year yeah the guy is he's unbelievable at all aspects of the game and I'm gonna I'm going to say I'm going to bench Dalvin Cook and I'm going to cut Alvin Kamara. I think Alvin Kamara is really good, but I also think he's very much a product of his system. He Not kind as of regressed a bit last year, too. He did regress last year, whereas Cook, uh, Dalvin Cook um, exceeded expectations a little bit last year. And I think Kamara, in any other system, wouldn't be as effective as he is in the same system. I'm going to go Kamara over Cook just for longevity reasons. Uh, don't see Cook playing another four. 16, 16 game season this year. Um, well, actually, he's yet to play a 16 yeah, game season. Yeah, yet to play. Yeah, so well, he played 14 games last year. Uh, I think 10 before that and hasn't played a full season, essentially. I, I think Kamara's a great ball catcher, too. Mm-hmm. Same with Very McCaffrey. Good. Yeah. And, I, and I, again, product of the system, I agree with you. You got Drew Brees. Kind of hard to argue against that, but... He, he's just a talent on the outside. He's a talent on the inside, too. He's a hard downhill runner sometimes. And he could catch a ball five years down the field. Yeah. But like, also, Dalvin Cook is no slouch in the pass-catching department. No, he's not. He's not. But again... But um, like you said, he's injury-prone. Yeah. Kamara's not. Kamara's kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with those. 
Well, wait, um, hold on. Who do you agree with? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I'm actually I'll do Christian McCaffrey number one, yeah. and I'm a big Alvin Kamara guy. Actually, I just think he's really really good. Okay, and they're all really good, but I don't know, just like him better. That's those are probably the three best running backs in the league. So that was a very tough um, start bench cut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna go back to the team based questions uh, really quickly. Then rank these teams and how you think they're gonna finish. Dylan, go first. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I kind of see Tampa just when with like an eight and eight, maybe nine and seven season. Atlanta's there, kind of following up with an eight and eight or seven and nine season. And I see Carolina on their heels with a seven. Um, you kind of have you can't go that high though, right? So, because divisional games. So yeah, there's a lot of divisional. Yeah, games sorry. Um, I'll see Carolina going seven or eight and eight, seven and nine or eight and eight. And I see Atlanta being last. Really? Kind of pushing the, pushing the bottom there. Uh, Dan Quinn loses his job. And Tampa Bay kind of sneaks in 8 to 10 wins. And New Orleans, yeah, just runs away with it. I think New Orleans is going to run away with it. I agree there. I think they're going to get 13 wins probably. Somewhere in that ballpark, I'd say 11 to 13 wins easily. Maybe 14 if they have a strong season. I think Tampa Bay is going to be second, but not in a close race. I think they're going to have... Seven to nine wins. I think they're going to be very, very disappointing on the season. Then third place, I'm going to put the Falcons. Or they're going to be close to Tampa. I would say they're going to be somewhere in the six to eight win range. And I think, honestly, Carolina is going to be pushing for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. They're going to be... Really? Yeah, I think they're going to be awful this year. I think... I'm, I'm, I'm pushing it. I think I'm generously going to give them three to four wins. Worse than the Lions? I think they're going to be worse than the Lions. Really? Yeah. You think Teddy Bridgewater is going to stay healthy and be effective for 16 games? Again, he's a serviceable quarterback. He is, if he's on the field. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got young receivers. You got... Can you name them? <laughs> Devin I'm saying Fun- they Devin really Funches. don't have that Devin Funches isn't there. <laughs> Ted, Ted Ginn still there? No, he's saying... They're, they're, top, uh, they're top... DJ projected. Moore is their, their best. DJ Moore is good. DJ Moore is a good player. DJ Moore is Robbie good. Anderson's there now, too. Ah, he's okay. Seth Roberts. Seth Roberts is still in the NFL. That's hilarious. Curtis Samuel, another receiver they have. Yeah, I see it going the exact same way as Ryan, actually. I think the Saints are going to run away with it. I think Tampa, I think Tampa's going to be a winning team. I don't think they win. I think they're going to win closer to nine games, maybe 10 if they push it. Look, last year, low key, best defense uh, DVOA in this division. They were sixth. Yeah, they have a good defense. Offense was 23rd, and we, like, we can get into whether you want about how Jameis Winston was absolutely horseshit for them, just throwing a ball in the ball way all the time. I mean, he got TDs, but he's just... He got yeah, yards. a lot of those TDs went to the other team. That's I know, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is kind of another... This is kind of similar to the Bears situation, almost, where, like, addition by subtraction kind of thing, just repl- get rid of your really bad starting QB, and can Tom Brady, which I think a lot of people think he can do, can he just play serviceable average... Um, average he's uh, starting QB. He's got a lot of talent around him. He's got a lot of weapons, so but I think gonna, they're going to lean on him in the passing game a little too much, I think. And they're going to ask him to do too much for what his arm can provide, and ultimately that's going to be their downfall. They're going to ask him to have a 5,000-yard season, have a 40-touchdown season. I don't think he has a 5,000-yard season. I know, but I think they're going to ask him to do this. They're going to they're gonna be relying on him to throw the ball late in games, even early in games. They're gonna, I think they're going to move away from the run completely because of the talent well, they, they have. they have Fournette now. They have Fournette, 
But they also have Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard. No, they have Gronk, baby. And they have Gronk. They have O.J. Howard gone? O.J. Gronk? Howard's still there, no? I, I don't he's think still he's going to play for He's them. still there. I, think Gronk, some, I don't think Gronk's going to play much. Leaving. I don't think Gronk's going to play I think much. Gronk's going to be a threat. I think Gronk is going to have injury problems all season. Because uh, he's he always has had injury problems. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, we can get more into those teams when I ask them the miscellaneous cues. Because i got a bunch for these. But really quickly, biggest bitch in this division. Got Michael Thomas. Thomas. That's obviously Tom. Oh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is Whoa. a huge bitch too. Michael Thomas is the biggest bitch. He's a huge bitch. Yeah. Big bitch. Okay, maybe like, I'm like. Not I haven't seen a receiver other than Antonio Brown, obviously, to go over the top about Twitter rants. Yeah, he's, about he's absolutely nuts. nothing. I'm, I'm clearly not familiar with this part of Michael Thomas's uh, really career. Yeah, I didn't. Realize if you make big... a comment on Michael Thomas's photo. Or on Instagram or Twitter, he will, he will comment and <laughs> and let you know that you are a loser. Really? <laughs> and you can't catch a hundred footballs in yeah. the NFL. Do you have 145 receptions this season? No, no. go away. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even talking about you. <laughs> I like the jersey. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good pick. I mean, Tom Brady kisses his son on the mouth though, so like. And it's he also fair. Anytime <laughs> you have your own lifestyle that you're trying but to push on leave. people. He, did, he, he, didn't he leave walked daddy. away from Bill Belichick. He left daddy, so you got because he was sick of kissing Bill Belichick on the lips. Yeah, but was it bit of a ball? Bit of a might have been another part of the body. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Thomas, yeah, he catches like four yard passes and says he's the greatest wide receiver of all time. I, I don't. No, yeah, no, he's. I'm not agreement with definitely that. a big no. old bitch. Big old bitch. Okay, well, we got two bitches then. <laughs> I thought it was Tom Brady, but I didn't know about his Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas thing. Yeah, no, that's uh, a good pick. Okay, miscellaneous cues. Is this the most offensive firepower Tom Brady has had since the 07 Pats? Uh, yeah, by a mile. They haven't had any talent since the 07 is it, Pats. Is it better than the 07 Pats, though? The talent-wise? No. 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 Randy Moss is still Randy Moss. Randy Moss is better than both of them. Yeah. Prime Wes Welker. Prime Wes Welker, exactly. Oh, yeah. Wes, Wes was there. No, this is a really good receiving core. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see Tom being as athletic as ten years ago. No, obviously not. Ago, but yeah. I'm saying it's he's just talking about just the talent. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, but to around. use that talent too, right? Right. He's not going to be able to effectively use it. I don't think yeah. he's going to have you know a fifty touchdown season. But the question is, if it was prime Tom Brady with this receiving core, would they have? But been Bruce Arians is a great offensive well, mind. That's not too. actually. That wasn't actually my question. There It was mostly like I mean. Look, Tom Brady has obviously declined the last few years, yeah, yeah. but like, look what was around him. A lot of bunch of declining players as well. Now he goes to a system where these guys are in their primes. They have a ton of weapons. Yeah, but can he use that talent he, still? I think, yes. well, I think he can use that to his advantage. I think he's going to have the best year he's had in the past like two years can for he sure. Throw oh, yeah. Well, those past two years field, were not though. very good. I know. I'm saying like, so improvements by Tom Brady. Um, plus a good defense, like, I think equals a pretty. They're not as good a defense as he had last year. The Pats defense is arguably the best defense in the that league. That is true. Not this year because they lost a lot of guys, but last year they were hands down the best defense in the league. That's true. This but year, they still have a good defense. The, the Bucks are a good defense. They have tons of guys on their defense that are very effective. They have a lot of playmakers. They're going to get a lot of turnovers. But that being said, the talent on offense is abundant. They have Chris Godwin. They have Mike Evans. Like you said, Gronk. OJ Howard's still there. They've got Leonard Fournette now to run the ball between the tackles. This is the most talented offensive weapon system that Tom Brady has had since 07, I think, for sure. But it's not better than the 07 team. In, in the no, I, I don't think so as well. They also have LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. Is he, uh, is he like, and Josh Rosen. alive? Like, is he? Oh, he's got Josh Rosen. Yeah, so. Do you think they're going to run that? And, and, and Blaine Not Gabbert. take a kneel. They have Blaine game? Gabbert, too. 
Oh like, my god. Okay. Stamp their ticket to Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess um, that kind of jumps the lead on my next question, kind of. So Tom Brady signed for two years, $50 million. What is the furthest this Tampa team goes with him as their starting QB? Dylan, you go first. I think they, they go to the playoffs. Like, either this what year, round? Spe- specify the round. Uh, first round, they probably lose. Well, I mean, but that's the, fir- that's the furthest they go, you think? Furthest, they the, might win one game. I don't see him going past the second round, divisional round. I think they never make the playoffs. Oh, that's fair, too. I think with the talent, though, I think Tom kind of gets it done. He is, with all due respect, a complete gamer yeah. uh, to the game. And he he will get it done either this year or next year. But I don't see him going back-to-back get playoffs. Where? Like, to the wild card? <laughs> <laughs> Stay yeah, consistent. But, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. To, to get to the wild card for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like wait, hold on. Is this like the shifting. the seven seed wild card thing? Oh yeah. I, I think thought. they could go to that game. Yeah, they could, they could definitely do that this year. Maybe. Too. Yeah. And then it go like what's the next round then division? Then it just goes to division. Oh no, the wild card after that. Yeah, there's only yeah. one. There's only one by team. One play game. Only the first team in the conference gets a buy, and, and the two plays the seven. That's right, yeah. And yeah. three, six. So, he, so they, they may be a they seven They definitely seed. make the playoffs at least once the next two years. Yeah. At least once. And then be the seventh seed and play the 49ers in the first round? like. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they get pumped. They get pumped. And they're going to get stomped, exactly. Yeah. I think I'm not as low as Ryan is on these guys, um, but... I don't think they make it past the divisional round in these next two years. Yeah, um, I think they'll be fun to watch, kind of like good uh, clickbait, um, but I don't think they have the talent. Um, they have the talent. It's the, the I, question like, is, sorry, are they going to work together? I think they'll work together a better bit. I don't I know. I think, is Tom Brady still Tom Brady? Not quite. I don't think, I don't think so either. Who has the better season, Todd Gurley or Rob Gronkowski? Who plays more games? That's a tough question. Well, over under. Well, no, just better season. I know. Well, yeah. whoever plays more games is gonna have the better season. <laughs> and I think neither of them play more than ten games. I think Gronk does, just because I think it's his last hurrah. I think he's gonna give it all. And also, Tom is gonna feed his ass. Tom is gonna feed his ass. He's also gonna pass to him a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good one, Chris. Uh, um, no, I, I. Don't see Gurley being a real, like even though I like him and I think he's a good running back. I just don't see him the durability with that knee. You don't see uh, kind of going back to his hometown, pumps up, up pumps him up yeah, a little bit. Sure he's a good old Georgia sure boy. He's good from old Georgia. Georgia boy, and like, but I don't see that like that knee's been a problem since the Georgia days. So yeah. uh, it's been a lingering effect, and the Rams kind of like clouded that situation at the Super Bowl run, and mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't been the same since. Um, How dumb were they to sign that extension after the Super Bowl after run knowing. when they knew? They knew, but like I don't know if they knew or they just had a, a thought that this might be a problem and they thought they could fix it. Like, hey, this running back might have debilitating knee issues. Let's throw some money at him. But, yeah. See what happens. See what some money does to that knee. <laughs> 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 Maybe we need to incentivize him a little bit. Yeah, incentivize him to work. Get that knee fixed, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I think. Um, what do you think is going to? I think Todd. I think Todd Gurley has a better season. Yeah, I think so too. I think, I think he's Gronk's young enough. I think dead. he's young enough that if the knees just kind of cooperate for one year, um, then he. And like can, you said, it's like a victory lap year for him in Georgia. Yeah, then he can be. A, he can be a game changing. I think Rob, like Rob, was kind of getting close to being 
a different player. Like Rob not, was very much. He's just a red zone in his last two seasons. Yeah. I think he's gonna catch like eight to ten touchdowns though. Oh yeah, he will. But That's he's gonna catch like three hundred yards or four hundred yards or something. No, you you will never be that player again. Okay. Side note on Rob. Then also, how dedicated is he this year? Oh, he's partying so hard in Florida right now. The guy is uh, on every co- yacht. He has COVID. Drinking sure. all the fucking white claws in the state. I'm just hoping he doesn't get COVID before. Uh, he will. He's be- had COVID three times. I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> COVID and a litany of other fucking the Buccaneers. Diseases. The Buccaneers being in Florida and also having Rob Gronkowski on their team are just going with the herd immunity idea. It's just like this is what we're gonna have to do because there's no other way. To they keep- they sign Rob Gronkowski so we can infect the whole team with COVID, build immunity, and then they can go forward without having any issues with that. And that's how Rob Gronkowski. Save the planet. And that's also how he died. <laughs> a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> Can Teddy Bridgewater be an above average starting QB in the NFL for a full season? Who are we talking as average? Um, Who's he going to be better than? Is, like, what's the, what's the, litnum, the, the litmus, litmus test? Litmus test? It's not Andy Dalton anymore. It used to be Andy Dalton. Uh, what is it? Who's like? the most average quarterback in the league? Okay, well, I guess uh, according to football references, um, passer rating um the number 16 quarterback is uh Gardner Minshew at 91.2 can it be better than that I or think around that area Gardner Minshew is a good litmus test for an average quarterback in the league today I don't think Teddy Bridgewater will be better than Gardner Minshew this year I think he will be not terrible but not good I think his his passer rating is going to be below 90 I think he's gonna. He'll probably throw below eighty or is not that, below is that, eighty. Is that, yeah, uh, below eighty is pretty brutal. That's pretty below brutal. ninety. Um, like there so was only last two year, in last the year. Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Jacoby Brissett, Daniel Jones I range. Think he's in that range. There's two quarterbacks last year that went below uh, eighty. Can you name them? One of them is uh, someone I just mentioned as the previous litmus test. I can name them, but I'm looking. At Andy it. Dalton. Andy Dalton was one, and the other one was fan favorite Baker Mayfield. Baker Slayfield. Wow. <laughs> Those were the two worst pass ratings in the league. Wow. Um, yeah, I see I see Teddy kind of eclipsing 85, 90 pass rating, if you want to go, like, statistically average. Um, so you think it's going to be a worthwhile investment for them? Think I think it out? is. I think it is. I, I, th- I think it's a service book. Timmy like, 2. He, <laughs> Teddy 2. Gloves. He was, what, 4-0 with the Saints? Yeah, no, he was good. So he, he was serviceable. Was it 4-0 or was it 3-1 or something? He was good, though. He was, he was good, good he, but... He won the game. I mean... No, I think it was Panthers are the Saints. Was it yeah. It, the, the fact <laughs> is, I I don't think that the Panthers picked him up to be a winner. I think they want to no, lose just, games this year. Just, uh, I think they're trying to tank. You don't pay a guy fifty million dollars to tank, man. They're gonna they're gonna tank and they're gonna dump him. Okay, next question. Tom Brady is the blank best QB in this division. Second. Second. I was kind of seeing if anyone went third or fourth. That was a little bit more hot takey. How is he worse than Matt Ryan is my question. I don't know. Maybe you're high on Matt Ryan. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I mean Matt, Ryan Matt, Ryan's a, not bad. Matt Ryan had a higher QB rate, uh, passer rating last year. Yeah. I just think with, 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 with the weapons that Tom Brady has. Exactly. With, with those options, he's going to be really, better than Matt Ryan. Julio Jones is still good, too. And, but, no. but Matt Ryan has proven the past couple of years that he's not an elite quarterback. He's very much closer to the Gardner Minshew <laughs> level than the... In the Pat Mahomes level. Yeah, I, I agree there, but he's not... He's he's Big Ben kind of level. He's kind of Oh, there. excuse you. Big Ben is the, the future of the NFL. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, a 43-year-old Tom Brady, I just don't know what he can bring. I don't know. I think just for one fun. year we're talking... Are you talking about, like, arm talent? No, I'm just talking like about, physical like... physical talent or, like... 
well, game the, talent. No, game no, 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 no. I'm talent. just saying best keeping. Game winning which... talent. Tom Brady does not like to lose games. That's true. He has such a hard on for winning games that Matt Ryan just doesn't have. <laughs> he's a different level of being an asshole. And that's why he's good. But he's still not as good as Drew Brees is today. No, of course not. Um, okay, next question. Sean Payton is the blank best head coach of his generation. We're talking like, say, as a cutoff, early 2000s, um, up till now for coaches around that vintage. Um, I can give you some. I, I did some research, so I can give you guys some like give me some ideas. Names, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sean Payton has gone in his tenure since he started in 2006, one Super Bowl, three championship games where he's gone one and two, um, should have gone two and one, uh, <laughs> and uh, six division titles. So guys who are definitely ahead of him. Bill Belichick, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Andy Reid won Super Bowl two appearances. Uh, Andy seven Reed championship had some games. He, he's been Philly. he's been to seven championship games, two and five in those, won ten division titles. Yeah, two and five is not a good record. He's that on, is true. Yeah, but he's on but, par with Andy, I think. I think um, he's very good though. Yeah. But I'd would you would you Andy. give the edge uh, to Andy Reid over Sean Payton? Currently, yes. Currently, for the single reason that Andy Reid's system that he built in Kansas City is revolutionary. Yeah. And Sean Payton hasn't... And it's working right now. It's working. Exactly. And Sean Payton hasn't produced enough in terms of accolades to... And he's only really had Drew Brees, too. Yeah, but, like, Drew Brees is Drew Brees. We've talked part of the... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's part of the talent there. It's like... But, like, Andy Reid also was in Philly for so long and was truly disappointing. Been to Super Bowl with Donovan. Went to a Super Bowl. Went to three, straight, yeah. championship games, three, three championship, straight championship games. Three straight championship games. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. But, but the whole thing with Andy Reid was his failure to win in the playoffs, failure yeah. to go to the Super Bowl, and, then and also uh, late game management. He also struggles. Like, struggles with timekeeping. Yeah, which is one of the main yeah. things as a coach. Yeah, you've yeah it's be like doing. one of the most important things you have to deal with. That's what Belt Belichick like is the best at. It's one of the reasons why Belichick would do like crazy shit, like punt on third down and shit, just for time. Like it's crazy what he does. To manipulate the um, clock. Here, I'm going to add some other names just to put it into context. So other guys who are around him. Mike Tomlin, also won Super Bowl. Two, better than Tomlin. Uh, two appearances. He's better. I would put three him on cha- par with Three Tomlin. championship games. He's gone two and one in those championship games. Also six division titles. And then finally you have John Harbaugh. One Super Bowl, three championship games, one and two record, Harbaugh's four division good. titles. Harbaugh's a good coach too. As, as much as I hate the guy, I respect his, his, his skills as a coach. I, I would put Sean Payton ahead of him. I would... I would put Tomlin and Harbaugh on the same you playing Tom, field. He's, so he's saying Tomlin's number three of this generation. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm putting Peyton ahead of Tomlin and Harbaugh. Okay. I'm saying okay. Peyton. So three. number three. Okay. Yeah. I, agree I would that. say Tomlin and Harbaugh are four or five. They could share four and five. I agree with that. <laughs> they can share. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will Trevor Lawrence and Christian McCaffrey be the best QB running back duo three years from now? Oh, God, if he goes you to Carolina. Really, you guys are really that low on Carolina. Carolina's going to be brutal, dude. No, man. I think they're going to win a few games. I don't know if they're yeah, going to win a few games. <laughs> they're going to win three games. Christian, you think Christian McCaffrey goes off in the good night and just throws the season? Yeah, because then he's going to get Trevor Lawrence. They're going to win a fucking Super Bowl. The guy got paid, so now he doesn't have to worry about putting up the big stats anymore. I mean, if we're putting it that way. But yeah. if he's I don't know. I, but he's not that kind of guy, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. No, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. I think, I think Carolina is going to be in the sweepstakes for Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if they're going to come dead last. I don't think they're getting more than five wins. I think Jacksonville is going to push very hard for that, for that spot. A couple other teams might. Football team. Football team, exactly. They're going to push hard for that spot as well. 
But I, I mean, I, I don't think Carolina is going to do anything to impress anyone this year. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be fine, but he's not going to win yeah. games late. Yeah, that was just kind of a that was just a probing question to see. Yeah, no, I, I think um, Trevor Lawrence and McCaffrey on the same team. When I play Madden, I'm playing as that franchise. Okay, this is the last question for this division. Is my personal favorite. Um, as a fan, what would you rather have happen to you? One, the Falcons Super Bowl collapse. Or two, a double whammy of the Saints two straight years with the Minnesota Miracle and then the non-pass interference call versus the L.A. Rams. What would you rather suffer? Oh, okay. I think the Saints are big old bitches for that non-pass interference call because like they did the exact same thing to the Steelers in the last week of the season oh and God. it cost us a playoff spot. And I will never forgive them for that. And I think they got justice with that non-pass interference call. That was justice it's in the karma. making. It's karma. Ball don't lie. So it was karma. Ball, ball don't, don't lie. lie. Exactly. Like what we said today. Ball don't lie. Uh, and I, there's no way I would have ever want to suffer what the fucking Falcons went through. I would have. Yeah, I would have killed myself. That would have killed myself. Yeah. That broke. If that happened to the Steelers, if that happened to the Steelers, I'm I'm done. I'm never watching football again. To put it into perspective, um, to the listeners out there, how passionate a Steelers fan Ryan is, um, I remember watching that Ravens Super Bowl game where he literally could not watch after. I refused to watch again. (laughs) Refused to watch. Once they went out to that lead, I was done. (laughs) Yeah. So now think about his team losing (laughs) like in such a painful. Well, hold on to to counter that. I hate the Ravens more than I love the Steelers. I that's think. true. <laughs> well, that's the sign of a true sports fan. Hatred yeah. is what brings us Hatred together. Hatred is exactly. Love. It's a much stronger emotion than love. My favorite, my second favorite team is whoever plays the Patriots. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 um, okay, but so you'd rather suffer than if you had to choose, you'd rather do Minnesota I'd, Miracle. I'd rather do that. 100%. The Falcons collapse was. Dude, but two more straight years, I mean. Ah. It happens, dude. It happens. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens. The, like, the Falcons thing lose, does not so, happen. Yeah, t- and to be there like once in like forever. I, I'm much. still Since convinced 97. there was cheating in that game that, that allowed the Patriots. Yeah, to I think Edelman screwed up the the lights there to kind of show that he, he probably that did pass. something. Yeah, something. and the whole my, the Kyle Shanahan playbook being missing for three hours before the game. That yeah. kind, that was kind of fucky. Lot, what kind of like, what like, kind like, like deep dive stuff are you looking at for all these conspiracy theories? No, no, no. This was this was reported before the game even started that Kyle Shanahan's playbook was missing and they couldn't find it. It was, it, right. it was, and it mysteriously appeared right before the game, just enough time for someone to photocopy it. And that's my theory, personally. Fair enough. I mean, to give credence to that. Uh, Bill Pelichick will cheat to a win no matter what. He doesn't yeah. care when he's he gets caught. He's proven that he's willing to do whatever yeah. it takes. If he gets caught, he's like, fine, I'll just try not to get caught next whatever. time. Whatever. No more first-round draft pick. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to win the Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll trade my my first-round draft pick for a ring any day of the week. Um, okay, so Dylan, I guess I didn't get your answer on that. Would you rather? What would you rather suffer? Oh, I'm 100% with Ryan. You can't lose that game after like 30 years. Unbelievable, being, yeah. And to, to like go in a half knowing you probably going to win through a bowl and like waking up. It'd be like, it'd be like a nightmare. It was it'd going be, into the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it'd be a night. Like I would relive that scenario over and over in my head. Even if I just I would probably quit. Game. I would probably yeah. quit watching football. At least with yeah. the Saints, they could say, oh, we're cursed, whatever it is. And Like imagine but, you bet on the Falcons that game. I was watching the game with someone that bet $5,000 on the Falcons. And oh, when, when they were up 28-3, he was so happy. This guy was buying drinks for everyone. This guy was smoking cigarettes in the bar. He was just on fire. And then the he, game collapsed. He caused... He jinxed that. He jinxed it. He jinxed and it. then 
when it went to overtime, when they converted that two-point conversion to send it to overtime, this guy just left. He knew it was over. Oh, it was over. The Falcons were not winning this game. <laughs> but yeah, when, when Hightower just <laughs> yeah, fumbled that ball like it was over. Yeah. No, but the, I, felt, I felt for that guy. And he was not even a Falcons fan. He was just a guy that put money on the game. If you're a Falcons fan, imagine how much more that would hurt. I can't. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I, I would. I would renounce football. Denounce. <laughs> denounce the sport. I denounce it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's it for that. Uh, that division. Now we're moving on to our final division, NFC West. So the NFC West is obviously led by uh, last year's uh, Super Bowl uh, representative from the NFC, the 49ers, who are projected over under by Odd Shark to have ten and a half wins. The Seahawks. Uh, their over-under is nine wins. Same goes for the LA Rams, nine wins over-under. And then finally, we have the Cardinals with projected 7.5 wins. Um, in general, people are pretty high on the teams in this division. Uh, so I'll lob this to you first, um, Ryan. Most likely, most likely to surpass expectations in this division. I think the Seahawks are going are gonna to surprise some people this year. I think they're going to have a really good year. I think Russell Wilson is poised for a, a deep run in the playoffs. I think uh, their defense is still very good. Not as good as San Francisco's, mind you, but still excellent in many respects. Can and I interrupt you really quickly on that defense thing? Sure. Last year, DVOA, 21st in defense for the Seahawks. Right, but they also added Jamal Adams in the offseason. That is also true. That is a massive addition to a team that was starved for a safety. They Now they have... They have Jamal Adams. They have Bobby Wagner, who is, by all respects, a top five linebacker in the league still. They have... They lost um, Clowney. They lost Clowney, but, you know, not a huge loss. Clowney was okay. Who's going to rush on the outside now? I mean, they don't have to rush on the outside. They have a good secondary. (laughs) They have... They can contain. They can just contain. They're not going to be... They're not going to be the Niners on defense. They're not going to be a pressing force... But they're going to be able to keep teams to 21 points. And I think that's all they need for Russell Wilson to win games. I think they have a, a few good guys. they got KJ Wright. They have, you know, Jaron Reed, who's a pretty good defensive tackle. Um, and like I said, Jamal Adams is a huge addition. They have a Chicago Griff, uh, Griffin, really good corner, who's going right. to shut down a receiver or two every now and then. And that's all. That's all they need to be solid on defense. I think. Uh, what was? Were they were twenty one last year? Twenty two. Twenty first. Yeah. Okay. So I think this year they'll be like sixteen or fifteen on defense, but they're but Russell Wilson, I think is a very very good quarterback. He is not as good as a lot of people think he is. I don't think he, like if we're talking like Madden ratings. Madden has him as like ninety seven overall, which is like the second best quarterback in the league. I don't think he's that good. What is he top? Well, he's top five. Right? I'd say he's top five, easily top five. I think he's that good. I think. He's you think he's good. the second best quarterback in the league? I think so. I'll take him. I'll probably take him first overall if I over Pat Mahomes. Well, okay, sorry, Mahomes, Mahomes, and then I'd Russell take him Wilson. first overall, other than the guy who sorry, I would sorry, actually take. I, <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> NFC. Sorry. Right, right, right. Sure, I'll take okay. him over Drew Brees. I'll take him over Tom. You take him over Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. I would take Drew Brees over Russell Wilson. No. Yeah. I would actually probably take Russ. Uh, I in mean, a vacuum, I'd probably take him over. The, the, the thing is that Russ can improvise a lot better than Drew Brees can. That's, that's a huge aspect of his game. And Drew Brees, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the past two seasons, he hasn't completed a pass more than 40 yards down the field. I didn't. That's, that's a crazy stat for Drew Brees. I didn't. He doesn't do that. He doesn't throw the ball 40 yards because he doesn't have the arm for it anymore. 
Yeah. Whereas Russell Wilson will throw 40 yards running to his left, chuck it across the field, more than 40 yards down the field, and complete and Russell a pass he did, to a 5'11 yeah. receiver. He doesn't need the talent either. He could just do it with whatever, like, what he has around him. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Russell Wilson is that kind of guy that they will exceed expectations. I think, I mean, I think, obviously, the Niners are a very good team. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to win the division. But of those four teams, which one I think is going to surprise people, I think it's going to be the Seahawks. Your thoughts, Dylan? I think, yeah, I'm in agreement. I think, like what you said, good defense gets a little bit better. Uh, Russell Wilson is a stud, I think. Like, again, my pick for top three quarterback in the, in the, in the league. Um, but I, I see them winning the division, so... Wow. Um, they're going to beat the Niners. I think they're going to beat the Niners just because I think Russell Wilson figures it out this year, stays healthy. Um, well, there's not much to figure out necessarily. No, I mean, they had the like, fifth offense last year. Yeah, no, Russell Wilson's that yeah. good. He's figured it out. Yeah, he, no, he, he had, but he's like, what, yeah, he, he has those rings, too, and... He, he, ring. Single. Ring, sorry, ring. Been to <laughs> two. Should have had two. <laughs> should have, um, would have, could have. If, yeah. if only Belichick didn't cheat. He could hand off the ball, <laughs> he'd have two. Cheated in that one as well? 100%. They had the playbook for that last play, and they said, you know what, we're not going to let them have this one. We know what this is going to be. We know it's going to be a slant. Let's just pick it off and end the game. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah... Pete Carroll's great coach. I don't think he mm-hmm. said that. So right, uh, Carroll will kind of again. To that point, yeah. Pete Carroll should be in the mention of the the, the previous. Yeah, he's he's top up there with coaches. Tomlin. He's up there with Tomlin. You know, I'd say he's better than Tomlin, honestly. Sean Payton. He's better it, than Harbaugh. Him, Harbaugh. him or Sean Payton. Him and Sean Payton are on the same level. Questionable. I yeah. think they they fight for third. That's yeah. true. That was an oversight on my part. Yeah. yeah, Pete Carroll's a fantastic coach. So again, I, yeah, I definitely see Seattle winning. 12 to, to 14 games. I, I think they're really good. I, I, I see them kind of... 12? You think they can win 14 games I, in that division? I think so. Like I don't think I they see can win 14 playing, games. I see That's them splitting with ambitious. San Fran. I see them splitting with San Fran. I could see them splitting with San Fran. And I think also they they're going to the lose. They're going to drop they a game to the, the Rams, probably. Sorry? They're going to drop a game to the Rams. Because it's going to be a tough divisional game. Yeah. Fair. Um, but... I, in terms of the playoffs, too, I see Russell Wilson kind of shining this year. Yeah, because he's he's battle-tested. He's battle- a playoff quarterback. Exactly. He, like, again, cliche, but kind of figures it out and, and realizes, like, who's who's around him. And mm. um, DK. Uh, DK is awesome. Yeah, he's... He's gonna be a stud this year, so. And they also have Tyler Lockett, who's a really good receiver. Yeah. Save um save your wide receiver talks because I actually have a question regarding um. that stuff within the division. Okay. Um, but. I'll just say that my answer for this is the Arizona Cardinals. Do you think the Cardinals are going to be good? Um, I think they could be average. I think they could maybe be... Is that exceeding expectations, though? Yeah, a little bit. Look, I think they're poised to have... Seven wins, though, was there. Do you think they're going to win more than seven games? We just said they're going to go 0-0-16. Like, that's that's a fact. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! I didn't realize yeah, that was our tie. <laughs> I didn't realize that was our. But that is eight wins. That would technically be exceeding expectations if they go zero and sixteen. I think they could look. <laughs> that would be very high a- <laughs> on expectations from everyone to go zero and zero and sixteen. That would think, be amazing. Yeah. I don't think there's like an unrealistic chance that the Cardinals come third in this division over the Rams necessarily. Really? Not unrealistic. I don't think it's technically going to happen. I don't like, think on any position are they better than the Rams. Receiver, fine. They've got DeAndre Hopkins, who just blows the competition out of the water. 
I don't know. I just think they're poised to have like a really explosive offense this year, and you know they have some pretty good. Chandler Jones players. is still Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones is still Chandler still Jones. A top Buda, five. Buda yeah. Baker. Rusher. Patrick Peterson's still there. He's not what he used to be, but he's still a good, yeah. good corner. I'm just talking about like if you're like there's a world in which you know the Cardinals. I mean, if you have another step taken by Kyler Murray. Um, and DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins really, like, uh, helps them. Fair. Do you think um, Kenyon Drake is a true number one running back? Um, he's probably not, well, he's not ideal. He's not ideal. But is he, can he carry a backfield? Because that's going to, I think the Cardinal season is going to hinge very much upon Kenyon Drake's ability to carry that backfield. No, it's on Kyle Murray, I think. If I know, he, but Kyle Murray is still very young up. and raw as a prospect. Yeah, exactly. He's going to have to rely on his backfield. And Kenyon Drake is a solid running back. I think he's a solid number two running back. Chase he's Edmonds. He's always been a number two. Chase right? Edmonds yeah. is also a good running back. But, Can I ask yeah. you a question on like whether their season revolves around a running back? How often do teams, when they don't have a really good running back, have their season revolve around their running back where it's like the big swing point? I think like... Oh, hold on. You're right about that. It usually doesn't revolve around a running back. But Kyler Murray is a run-first quarterback. That is true. He's not a throw-the-ball-down-the-field-type quarterback. He's very much going to rely on his system, his offensive line, which isn't great, and his, uh, his backfield. And his backfield isn't that good. It's okay at best. It's, I would say it's a top 20 backfield in the league with Kenyon and Chase Edmonds. Isaiah Simmons, though, on uh, their pick was a great pick, I think. That's a good pick. Too. He's going right. to work out for yeah. them. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I just wanted to mention them. I think like, it's there's a good a chance. Take. That, it's like, a good take. Yeah. Um, although I do believe that they are the worst team in this division. They are the worst team. By talent level, but maybe yeah. it's football. But that's, that's why... Weird shit happens. That's why you were saying they're going to exceed those expectations. I know, exactly. They're not going to be that much worse than the other teams in the division. Yeah. Um, most likely to disappoint. Dylan, you go first this time. I'm going to say Arizona. Okay. How could they disappoint? Disappoint? You said seven and a half wins, man. No, but well, that's, that's yeah, but the that's, odds. That's based on betting. Do you I think mean, anyone in the division is going to be disappointed if they come last? Well, it's, it's that or the Rams. I think it's the Rams. You can you say Rams are going to come last. No, but I think they're going to disappoint. They're going to miss a playoffs. Well, they, yeah, but like... I think the Rams are going to miss questionable, playoffs. Questionable. And that's a disappointment. Uh, I, I think if the Cardinals miss the playoffs, it's not a disappointment for their team. I, I just don't see the Cardinals surpassing seven wins. Yeah. Um, I don't see them. I don't see Colin Murray kind of excelling as much as like a Lamar Jackson is. Uh, or oh God, yeah, no he's chance. not gonna be MVP. Even though he has Hopkins now, whatever it is, again, the, it's dependent on the system. He is kind of a like a Drew Brees kind of the smaller quarterback, <laughs> just relying on his offense to kind of sure um, figure it out around him too. Uh, their defense, other than Simmons, hasn't really improved that much. No. Um, their defense is very. I, I would like to know what their. What was their DVOA? What was their DVOA? Yeah. Defense was twentieth last year. Yeah. Offense thirteenth. Special teams twenty. Their offense was thirteenth. That is so, true. Yeah, they had That's pretty offense. good. Yeah. And now they added a really really good piece. Um, Christian Kirk is not. It's not. He's a good receiver. He's, he's I like a good Christian young Kirk. Guy, so. Um, but yeah, I I just don't I, I don't like Kingsbury. No, Cliff Kingsbury. I don't is a, like Kingsbury. I he's a bit of a wild card. He's a bit of a wild card. You need a consistent coach to kind of win ten games there. So yeah. I don't see them doing that in the next two years. Right. So okay. Uh, your go, Ryan. Most disappointing. Most disappointment. I, I I'm saying the Rams. Right. 
Even though I, I like Jared Goff, I think he's a super talented guy. I think that the issue is they're just not... They're going to rely on certain players too much. They're very top-heavy. You don't they're trust McVay anymore? McVay's I think McVay's a great coach, but I think he asked too much of Goff last year. And I think this year he's going to do the exact same thing because they have a, a rookie running back in Cam Akers, who I think is going to be a, a very good guy. I think he's going to be a very talented running back in the league. But... They're not, he's not ready to carry a team like Todd Gurley did when Sean McVay started there. I think Cam Akers will be solid, but the fact is they're going to rely on Goff a lot. Goff is going to throw 50 passes a game almost every game this year, and he's got great arm Is that a arm good talent. thing or a bad thing? I'm, th- I'm thinking it's going to be a bad thing. I think Goff has great arm talent, but their receivers aren't as elite as I would like them to be. For that to work out, like Cooper Cup is solid as a slot receiver. I mean, they've got Robert Woods, who's okay, well, a good outside threat. But at the end of the day, their offense isn't gonna gel as well as McVay wants them to, and they have a really good defense too. I mean, they've got Jalen Ramsey, they got Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is literally a square. <laughs> if you look at him, yeah, I saw his I body. Literally, his body is a yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his a body, unit. not yeah. like his. Per- I meant his body. I mean, <laughs> and his head probably. <laughs> his head's a square. I look, you know I, what? His personality is probably a square too. <laughs> I remember. Um, I, I was watching. Balls. I was watching uh, football, and then they're uh, previewing like the national. Like I think it was probably the Sunday night game, or maybe the marquee. 4 p.m. Sunday game, but they're like, here's Aaron Donald walking into the stadium, so he's not wearing his shit, and he's just in the street clothes. I'm like, dude, that guy's literally just a square brick of meat. He doesn't fit through the doorways properly. No. No. The guy's huge. That meat is solid muscle. That guy is so ripped. I know. (laughs) He's like that low center of gravity. He's got the biggest legs. He might be the most (laughs) ripped player in the NFL. Yeah. In terms of body. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he's kind of built like me. <laughs> for for you guys listeners, I'm built like Aaron Donald. Yes, yeah, so just think of Aaron <laughs> Donald, we're, we're just but gonna... light and yeah. uh, Aaron Donald, but with Ryan Gosling's face, six inches smaller. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling's like demented <laughs> face. Yeah, it looks like that's like something that you do in like some stupid generator. Like, or, <laughs> that's uh, why my Madden career guy yeah, looks like. Sim, yeah, it's like <laughs> playing quarterback. Gosling, <laughs> he's a punter. <laughs> Um, so I had most likely disappoint. I'm kind of going a little different than you guys um, with both these questions. 49ers. I I think that's a good one too. I mean, look, they were the best team last year up until the 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 Super Bowl, and they blew it. And I'm wondering, little little hangover. Yeah, Super Bowl hangover. That shit hurts, man. It does hurt. The amount of teams that you've seen. Um, literally in very recent history, Falcons, we just talked about them, the Rams in their own division, yeah, the Rams, um, yeah. talk about teams that blow these, I mean, 49ers prior, although they did lose their starting quarterback. Um, but teams that lose the Super Bowl and then they just don't make it back, uh, for personnel reasons. And also I think there's some ego reasons as well. Just, yeah, you lose that edge. A bunch of it egos hurts, on especially that team. Especially when you blow it, especially when you yeah. blow it like that. And they did blow up big time. Yeah. But end of the day, they still have a really, really good defense. Nick Bosa is going to be better this year than he was last year. Oh, my God. He's great. He's such a good good talent, and he's only going to get better for the next few years. He's he's going to be a premier defensive end in the league, if not already one. Yeah, he already is. Better yeah. group of brothers, Watts or Bosa's? Bosa's. Watts. 
J.J. Watt is better than Joey Bosa. T.J. Watt's better than Nick Bosa. Calling it now. No. Okay, the second yeah. one, no. But Absolutely. First one is debatable. Yeah, probably. J.J. Watt is hands But again, serviceability. J.J. Like, Watt's like multiple defensive players. Bosa's playing every game. Watt isn't a J.J. Watt was a game changer. T.J. T.J. Game changer. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when they can't afford to pay him. TJ Watt not being Defensive Player of the Year last year was a huge snub. <laughs> no, Gilmore deserved it. I Gilmore deserved it. If not for Gilmore, TJ Watt Defensive he was, Player of the Year. Yeah, he is a cornerstone of that defense. So. He was. He You're right. Him, yeah. Stefan deserved it just as much, if not more, than TJ. But if not for Stephen Gilmore's I, I think he, amazing season. It's him and another guy, or he's like the only cornerback to ever win. Is he the only cornerback it, ever? It's him and another person, or just him alone? Did Darrell Rivas ever win it? I, I think it's Darrell Rivas. That would make sense. Yeah. The, the year he got like seven or eight picks. only been two, yeah. Yeah, when Rivas Island was a thing. Yeah. We're getting a little off topic here. Well, that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> you, you made the Bosa-Watt comparison. Yeah. Right? And I thought that was going to be a contained conversation. Now we're talking about Darrell Rivas. Get with the program. Gilmore. <laughs> um, rank these teams and the way they're going to finish. Ryan, go first. They're going to finish uh, Seahawks, Niners, Rams, Cardinals. I think the Seahawks are going to go 11-5. Uh, and five. The, Ra- the Niners are also going to go 11-5, and five, but they're going to lose the tiebreaker. Uh, the Rams are going to go 10-5-1. I like the specificity in this one. This, this, is, is, this has a tie. This also has a tie. The Rams are going to tie a game. Yeah. Book it. And Lots the Cardinals are going to tie two games. Two games. I was going to say a bit more. Do you that. think it's possible that like there's going to be COVID ties where teams are just like, can't play this can't game? Play COVID. Too many COVID. So maybe there's going to be it's an unprecedented... Maybe that's where that 16... Think- <laughs> well, I think last year had the most ties of any season ever. Yeah, or was it the year before? Yeah. One of those last two years had the Do most ties Do you think ties they ever. play double headers just to finish the season? <laughs> <laughs> two, We're going to knock all division head. games in one week. Yeah, Thursday nighter and a Monday nighter. <laughs> Good luck, boys. Uh, yeah, I have a so I have the 49ers, then Seahawks, then Rams, and then Cardinals. I mean, yeah, it, uh, I'm with Ryan. I just got the Seahawks ahead of San Fran too. Very, very close, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I forgot to ask this question in the last division, and I don't care to go back. But team you'd most like to GM three years from now? The Rams, absolutely the Rams, because then I could live in LA. And it's not biased. It's <laughs> not a personnel based thing. For, but for okay. all y'all listeners out there, I was uh, I lived in LA for three years, and it was the you, the you best look like more of a San Francisco guy to me, though. Excuse you. Yeah. That's <laughs> them's fighting words. <laughs> this guy, are you kidding me? This guy who looks like Aaron Donald with, <laughs> with a Gosling's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but like I think the Rams have a lot of young talent, and I think you know being able to to GM a team like that with so much potential and a growing budding fan base in LA. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I think the fan base in LA is leaning very heavily as a former LA resident, a Los Angelino. Do you think anyone <laughs> cares though? I mean, as much. Yeah, they as do. Seattle. No. no, Seattle has a way bigger Seattle fan base. Seattle has a better fan base. Way better way fan better. base. Not, I'm not saying best a better fan base. base. I'm not saying a fan better fan base. I'm saying a budding West. fan base, a growing fan base. I don't want to go into a team where they're going to hate me immediately if I don't win a season. Washington State definitely has a budding fan base. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a slam dunk. That's going in the final version. <laughs> uh, no, but like I think MLA's fan base is uh, growing very quickly, and I think that they have a lot of talent. And I want to be a part of that organization's flowering into the into the 
upper echelon of the NFL. I, I think LA would be a great place to be a GM. I've been to so many bars where I saw Sean McVay yeah. and other Rams right, players. Talk, okay, yeah, talk just, about the team a little bit, not, now, not now, about the you're city. You're just literally no, reminiscing about times you got drunk in LA now. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You asked me where I want to be a GM. And I don't want to be a GM in San Francisco because fuck San Francisco. I don't like them as a team. Good analysis. <laughs> yeah, very impartial there, yeah. <laughs> and, like, obviously not Arizona because who wants to be in Arizona right now? I, I would rather be dead in California than, than alive, alive in, in Arizona. Arizona. Exactly. <laughs> SoCal or bust. Arrest development reference for those who <laughs> did not get that. <laughs> but no, like if I want to be a part of any organization in this division, it's LA by a mile. I like Seattle just because of the fan base. Russell Wilson's got five to six more years. Yeah, but you, we're talking three years from now. You're you're inheriting an aging over yeah, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson can kind of transition into like a Tom Brady if we could play into this. He'd board. have to be a Drew Brees. He'd be a Drew Brees. He will be a Drew Brees. He's got the leadership. He, he'll, he'll welcome. Do you know that he'll Russell welcome. Wilson is kind of a dick? He's kind of a prima donna asshole. Oh, probably. They all are, but... No, not is all he, of them. Uh, is he your biggest bitch in this division? Uh, no, he's not. Are we going to that question now? No, well, we can go to it in a sec, but keep, finish your thing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's just... The only thing, Pete Carroll's, I think he's 72 years old, that guy. He's uh, turning he's, 70 this year. He's, a, he's I think he's 105. Yeah, so um, if you could figure out a replacement for him, I'll definitely go to Seattle. Just, you know, good, good winning franchise, too. I'm going with the 49ers. I just think in three years they'll still be really good. You I like, think you like the, the colors? Team. Yeah, you like the Yeah, team. but, like, you're going to be the GM of the team. Why, though? Yeah. What can you do with that team? You're only going downhill. Jimmy G, baby. I think Jimmy I think G so. has. I think Jimmy G is pretty good, and I think he has a yeah, but uh, longevity in, in, with that. In three to five years, their defense is gonna not be as good as they are in right uh, now. They're pretty young. They're young. They're, they're young. young. A lot of the pieces are young, but a lot of their pieces aren't. I still think this. Richard team, Sherman is done. Okay, he's done. But he's done. I just think that this team overall, like three years from now, will still be in Super Bowl title conversations. Whether they're a favorite or not remains sure. to be seen. But I think they're within that group, and I can see. Okay, but drop offs with the Seahawks, the Rams. I mean, with how top heavy they've been on their last ill fated kind of uh, attempt to push through into the Super Bowl, which culminated in the one loss. I think they may have to retool. That may take a few years yeah. to like, get well, the right guys. Sorry, maybe I'm interpreting your question a little different. Well, you so can interpret you, it whatever you want. I want to inherit a team that is not already built. I want to inherit a team as a GM to build a team myself. I don't want to inherit a but team that is a Super Bowl. You don't contender. want a garbage fire. You don't want like a no. That's why I'm not saying Arizona. Brown. I'm not saying Arizona because that would be the garbage fire. Yeah. The Rams are the third best team in the division. They have nowhere to go but up. I think. That's why I want to be their GM. I think I can make that team into a division title contender. I don't think I could do anything to the Niners that they haven't done themselves. They're already where they need to be. Fair enough. A lot of good answers here. This is a good division. Some good teams. Really good division. Biggest bitch. Am I going? Yeah, you can go first. So, as much as I said that Russell Wilson's a giant bitch, and I agree that he is, as, as talented as he is, he's not my biggest bitch of this division this year. Jalen Ramsey is the ultimate bitch in the NFL. <laughs> I yeah, hate this guy. A what a piece of shit. And he goes to LA, and he's still a fucking asshole. Uh, what more can I say? Like I hate, I hate this guy's personality. He's such a piece of shit trash talker. He rants on Twitter. Is he overrated? He bitches about it. No, I think physically he's a fantastic corner. He's arguably the Probably best corner in the league. Yeah, yeah. He's the best in the league. But Gilmore, he doesn't yeah. have to be such a prick about it. 
He's a bitch. He should have stayed in Jacksonville and did his time on a shitty team. But no, he bitched and he complained and he got out. To a better situation. Shame on him. Shame on him. <laughs> but no, he's he's pretty... the Le'Veon Bell of this division. He's quite lippy. Dylan. Uh, Sean McVay. Ooh, really? I had that too. That was mine. I do want to kind of stir Ryan's feathers a little bit. You know, I like Sean McVay. Ruffle it up. Why is he a bitch? You tell uh, me. A little bit of um, kind of a lot of hype. A lot yeah, of hype. But how does that make him a bitch? Uh, just I want to see him kind of produce. Obviously, we've been to the finals last year, and I'm I'm not saying he's a two bitch. Two years ago. Uh, sorry, two years ago. Um, he's. He's up and coming still, and he's kind of, he's walking the walk, but he hasn't really... He's golfing the golf. Yeah, he's golfing the golf. Yeah, I like that one, actually. He's, <laughs> he's got to really hammer down this division for him to be one of the, the greats that everyone talks about. And that he could be. That he could be. Like, yeah. people are calling him the next Belichick, right? Where he's got that I see him as the next Sean Payton. Yeah, I can see that, too, and, but he kind of, like, he he's, shouldn't be too happy about the situation right now. No, Look, I don't think he is. Okay, my reason, just to jump on that, my reason for why I have Sean McVay as the biggest bitch, but yes, like because of all the pub around him, he's the next great one and everything, I think it's kind of one of those situations where eccentricities that you have when you're winning and your team is good is like, wow, that's awesome. Then once you start losing a little bit and like you come back down you gotta, to earth, you gotta own it. then you start thinking, like, maybe yeah. it is weird that he has a coach whose literal job is to pull him back off the sidelines. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one else does that. Can you not just fucking stay just on the sidelines? It's a small thing, but it's like just one of those things where it's like literally he thought to himself, I need a dedicated guy to hold my hips to make sure that when the breath <laughs> to dance comes, with me, to dance with me. <laughs> yes. Dance the game of football. <laughs> um, I need a dedicated guy to hold my hips to make sure that when this ref comes, he can pull me back. We're going to pay him millions of dollars. I got a He's, plan. I mean, like, then it becomes Does that weird. make him a bitch or does, it make, does that make him a, a Hollywood performer? He does live in L.A. But, like, what, well, what Chris is saying, okay, though, like, that justify it. He's an entertainer. He's like a player on the field. He wants to entertain. He wants to be a player and on the field. He wants to be a player on the field. That's kind of a bitchy move for a, for a coach. It is a bitchy move. Yeah. But a lot of coaches make bitchy moves like that all the time. Well, yeah, so right now he's a little bitch. He's a, okay. Uh, not as much as Jalen Ramsey, but sure. Well, there's mo- like in every division, there's multiple bitches. We're just naming yeah, some. Fair. Sean McVay's ninety percent are bitches. Most of them are bitches. That's true. Once you make like start making big money, you make the pros. Also, like- Richard Sherman, huge candidate for biggest oh, bitch. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. Richard Sherman's an ultimate bitch. Yep. But he's been a bitch he for so crap. long that he's yeah. not as on my mind as a bitch anymore because he, he it's did, just he been ingrained. Kind of, it's ingrained. He exactly. was his own agent though, and did get all the incentives and got paid a shit yeah, ton of money. He's a fucking Stanford he's been a grad. bitch, but you know what? He kind of you can be talented, you can be smart, and still be a bitch. Yeah. yeah, they are Sean Richard McVay. Sherman, Sean McVay, smart and talented bitch. They are not mutually exclu- exclusive. Okay, moving to miscellaneous cues. If the Rams miss the playoffs this year, is Sean McVay's job at all in jeopardy? No, no, no chance. Is the Sean seat, McVay's is the seat getting a little hot? No, nope. no, I don't think so at all. Sean McVay has proven that he's a revolutionary coach in the league, especially offensively. And like like Ryan has said, like he's the L- he's the L A guy. Yeah, right. You know, he's got the face. He's got the he's got the demeanor. He's got. He's, he's got a good. He's business, very much a Hollywood McVay. Too, yeah. Fair enough. Just, just, just putting out there. I don't think. Yeah. yeah I think I maybe mean, in three or four years, if they don't make the playoffs, then he's on the hot seat. Okay. But his production up to now has secured his job for a while. Fair enough. Next question, also LA based, was Jared Goff's disappointing season last year an aberration or indicative of what his true talent level might be? 
I think it's the opposite of what is true talent level maybe. So I an think, aberration. Yeah. I, th- I think... No, hold on. Not an aberration. I think... There will be many more aberrations, but an aberration by definition means that it's not going to happen very often. I think he right. will have many seasons like this. Really? Okay. But I think his true talent level is much more than that. So constant underperformer then? Constant, just like, exactly. <laughs> sure. Constant so underperformer. Just a, yeah, an it's not an aberration. It's just, I think that he's really, really talented. He's got a fantastic arm. The guy's got a cannon and he's got great accuracy and he understands the system very well. He works really hard. But the problem is that it doesn't work out every time for these guys that work hard. 22nd last year in uh, passer rating. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's not what they... I mean, he needs to be... For them to get back to where they want to be... He needs to be top 15 at least. Top 10, I would say. Yeah, for what he gets paid, at least. For what he gets paid, top 10 maybe. Top 12, reasonable. Um, I'm going to move back up because I forgot to ask this question. I had a special start bench cut... Wide receiver duos, start bench cut, Tyler Lockett plus DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup plus Robert Woods, DeAndre Hopkins plus Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh. Dylan, you can go first. Ooh. That's tough. That is tough. Um, I'm probably going to cut Metcalf and lock it. Just, yeah, yeah, sorry, Tyler Lockett. But yeah, I'll cut DK and lock it just because... Uh, they don't have the credentials as the other two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cup kind of excels this year too. I see the Rams kind of pulling it together this year and and Goff kind of again figuring it out. Um, just it, it's hard to kind of go against Hopkins. You know he's number one right now, our top three at least. Finch I'd Cheryl, say he's number one. <laughs> Well, yeah, league. it's it's him, Mike Thomas, or, or Julio Jones. Oh, Julio Jones. They're those they're the they're the top three. three. Yeah, that was yeah. a collective top three. Um, and Finch Gerald is just again. Can we replace Christian Finch Kirk? Carroll? Can we replace him with Christian Kirk? Yeah, because so then that's my lock first. That's a lock. Uh, but again, Finch Gerald has probably one of the best that we've ever seen in our lifetime for sure. Oh, absolutely, Easily. one of the best. Um, and yeah, Cup and Woods. I think Cup's is good. I, I think Cup's kind of underrated. I think he's a top twenty receiver, and I, uh, sorry Woods, and I think Cup. Oh, Robert is, Woods is a top twenty receiver. Yeah, wow. I think he is. He's he's up there. He's a good receiver. Uh, he's very underrated. Cup. Because he's Cup, not flashy. Cup is like fifteen to ten too. Like he's. He's a premier slot he'll receiver. It out. Premier yeah. slot receiver. Yeah. He's not an outside threat at all. No, no, but he'll. But he'll, in he'll the slot, he's very good. This year. He's a he's a modern day Wes Welker. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. little different. Not as the same. Not as not accomplished, as, but as he's, snappy, like, yeah. like, he's a young Wes Walker. Yeah. Better than Julian Edelman? Uh, in his, he, in his prime? I think, um, in his prime, oof. Cooper Cup hasn't hit his prime. That's Julian true. Edelman in his prime, better. Fine. But I think Cup has a long way to go before he hits his prime. Better than Danny Amendola? <laughs> no one's better than Danny Amendola and his hot-ass his wife. His wife, yes. <laughs> Ex- ex-wife. Ex-wife. <laughs> okay, so... You're, you cut Tyler Lockett and DK, and then who are you starting versus who are you benching there? Well, I don't think I start Hopkins, yeah. Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald? You can't not start Hopkins. Yeah. It could be Hopkins and me, and I'm going to start Hopkins and me over anyone else. Yeah, Hopkins right. is the best that. receiver outside of maybe Michael Thomas and Julio Jones in the NFL. The guy is such a freak. So are you going with the same answer there? I'm going with the same answer. I would like to replace Fitzgerald with Christian Kirk because I think Christian Kirk has a ton more potential. I agree with that, yeah. But, uh, That's yeah. That's not what I asked. I know, it's not what you asked, so... Even still, <laughs> Answer like, the it question. Could be, it could be DeAndre Hopkins and nobody, and it would still be my start. Right. 
because DeAndre Hopkins is just that good. I honestly, I agree with you too, Dylan. Robert Woods is a very underrated receiver. He's a super good outside threat. He can catch in traffic. He can catch the ball down the field. And Cooper Cup is a premier slot receiver in the league. I think he's going to be a very, very good slot receiver going forward. I think if Jared Goff utilizes him correctly like he has in the past, he's going to have a 90 to 100 reception year easily and surpass 1,000 yards because just he, he's just that reliable as a slot receiver. And I think DK and Tyler Lockett are like good. I think DK is going to be a very good receiver in the future. And right now he's very raw, but just not there yet. Right? He's just not there yet, but he will be. I think he will be. And Tyler Lockett, I think you know, he's okay. He's too small, if you ask me, though. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. Uh, I'm not really gonna answer this question. I kind of agree with you guys, um, and we've talked enough about that. Um, next question: Who has the better season this year, Jimmy G or Jared Goff? What do you mean by better season? Passing yards? passing yards, touchdowns. Um, I don't know. Just Fantasy general points. production. Just general production. Or statistics or wins. It'd be my thing. Who has a better statistics? statistics. Jared Goff. Probably Goff too. Yeah. Just, just based off the system. Just, exactly. They're I, gonna throw I, the ball. I think McVay kind of leads on him again this year, and yeah. he kind of hunkers down and and gets the job done. Doubles down on his yeah. number one overall pick. Yeah, I invested a lot of money into him, and he, he kind of works with him a bit more. And, and like I said, he's like a very talented uh, quarterback. He can, he can throw the ball all the way down the field, just like anyone else in the league. He's got a decent receiver core around him. He's got a rookie running back that he can rely on probably. But Jimmy G is not going to have to throw the ball as much because the defense is going to buoy him, and the running game is very strong. So I see Jimmy G throwing the ball 20 times a game, where I see Goff throwing the ball 40 to 50 times a game. Fair. And okay. by that metric alone, Goff's going to have a better statistical season. Okay, fair enough. Um, next question. Is Kyler, Murray, is Kyler Murray ever going to be the best QB in this division? Does, does Russell Wilson die in a car yeah, accident exactly. or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, likely can you, not. Can you wait eight not. years? Can you wait eight years? Yeah. yeah. Sure, would it be eight years? Okay, so how many years until Russell Wilson retires? Six years, eight years. Six to eight years? Then no, because by then another quarterback will be drafted. Yeah. No, Kyler Murray will never be the best quarterback in the division. Second best. Uh, Can he be the second best within four years? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think so? Goff and Jimmy G aren't like transcendent. Talent. They're not, but Kyler Murray isn't either. Well, you, you never know, right? This guy could take off like Lamar Jackson day, right? So we'll see. I don't know. I think Kyler Murray's okay as a quarterback. He's very mobile. He's he seems to have his head on right. Smart kid. Very much undersized, and I hate undersized quarterbacks. Usually, they never work out. And I know that on his stat sheet it says he's five ten, five eleven. Kyler Murray's not more than five nine. If you look at him, can he see over his offensive line? He can't. <laughs> That's why he rolls out so much. That's why he's a mobile quarterback because he has to get away from the line to see down the field. You can just kind of like guess if he knows the playbook really well. Hey, well, yeah. out here. well, that's what Drew Brees does. He throws the ball and trusts that it's Well, that's the way you can't throw 40 yards in the field. Exactly. Yeah. Last question Is this the best division in football? Is this the best? No, the AFC North with the Steelers and the Ravens. No. Both going 12 and 4. I'm going to go, yeah, probably NFC West, yeah. You think so? Yeah. 
I, well, I probably, really like San Francisco. I think there could like, be three. There's two Super Bowls. Teams I think there, there can be three playoff teams out of this division. Or or it's the uh, NFC North. I the really NFC like South has Packers the Bucks and uh, the Saints. But then the Fal- and the Falcons. I think. Th- I don't. Th- I don't think. No, you gotta that, the top I don't think two. there's a division. You're a Bears fan apparently this year. The North is good. I said the North. Okay. Packers Vikings are both legit teams. Um, East. I'm not crazy about the East NFC, but yeah. Either for East. me, for me, uh, San Francisco have both legit chance to win Super Bowl this year. Right. No so, other division has that. That's fair. That's fair. Like my interpretation on this, because I believe it is, is just simply 49ers Seahawks, two really high ceiling teams potentially. Either one could be in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Rams exactly. might. How do you compete? With Rams arguably, arguably might be the best third team in any yeah. division. Yeah. Um, they would have made the playoffs they last probably year. Are. They would have made the playoffs uh, last year. Then the Cardinals are, I think, a decently good fourth team. Well, like, I think be, yeah, overall, this, seven and a half, there's yeah. a lot of strength in this division. Um, no, it's, a good, it's a good division for sure. Yeah, but anyway, it's going to be a really interesting season, and um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Anytime.